Hey, what's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. New, 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 new world order. All right, man. This is the Thursday night Crimson Capsules, the second longest running episodic program here on YouTube. I appreciate y'all for being here. Are you a freshman at the university? <laughs> Yo. No, no. <laughs> You look like yeah. a freshman. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, she looks like a freshman in the building. Today, we got a classic show. Um, there's so many red flags I wanted to identify. I left some off the list. I left some off the list. This is going to be a difficult one to get down to, but we're going to whittle it down maybe to some red flags you might not consider. All right. And we're talking about early red flags. All right. So now some of these red flags, you're going to get into the progression of the relationship, right? You're going to be in there six months a year and all of that stuff. Those red flags, we're not going to talk about too, too much. We're talking about surface-based red flags, all right? And we're also talking about if your interest is finding the one. Coach, our love is like no other love. Coach, she different, all right? She's the one that's going to, we're going to take it all the way. We're going to go to distance. We're not going to be like those miserable marital, marital couples out there. Our love is the strongest love that has ever, ever existed. And she's so different. We've never been in an argument We've been together for six months. We've never gotten a fight. And it's going to continue because she different. All right, we're talking about those individuals. You see these things and you're like, wow. I done struck the lottery out here, man, with there's 4.4 billion women on the planet Earth, on the 93 million square miles of the planet Earth. You think you got the one. And that's you. Oh, uh, but we're going to show you some red flags that you might be ignoring. All right. Uh, for you young men, some of these might you might see these right away. And uh, what happens with men? All right. You see that booty, booty, booga, booga, booty. All right. Um, so uh, what happens is you see that thing, that fine little thing. You see that plump little thing, that rump. You see that zoom, a zoom, zoom in a boom, boom. You know what you do? And then. Some things come up, red flags start waving in the air. And you start looking and you start going, wait a minute, perhaps, perhaps I should acknowledge this red flag. But I'm not going to because I want to see that booty, booty. All right, that's what you want to see. And you want to see that pretty young thing. And you want to see that thing. You want to see that laying in strip. And then you start pushing through red flags. You start bumping them away. All right, no, that red flag doesn't mean anything. Oh, okay. And then what happens is you progress with the woman and then she ends up going, you know, I thought you overlooked. I showed you everything about myself. And now you want to blame me for revealing information about you. You want to blame me for um, uh, knowing about my past. And she shares your past with, uh, with you and you overlooked it until you got that sweet little thing. And you got that sweet little thing in your hand. So what's going to happen is you're, she's going to hold you accountable for all the times you overlook red flags. And she knows she's a flawed individual. This is why they say, well, relationships are about trust. You know what I mean? Just believe me. Just hold on. All right. Just hold on. on, on. That's what she's saying. And then uh, our love will conquer all. But you guys will wave pa run past these red flags and it will cost you. And it will cost you money. It will cost you heartache, stress, and pain. We're going to identify those. We're going to identify those. And, and if you really want to know, hold a hard line against red flags. Unfortunately, the way women in their natures work, you know, this is just an unfortunate thing for them. I mean, it's unfortunate. They get an early kickstart on developing love, heartbreak, and all of these things. They get their heart broken way earlier than us. 
And so they'll go through things and trauma and those traumas last. They actually impact them way more than us. Right. We don't get our heart broken until, you know, we realize where we are in our hierarchy. And then you go out there, you know, our heart broke is heartbreak is a little bit more um, uh, different because it's very rarely that we open ourselves up to heartbreak. And then when we open ourselves up to heartbreak, you know what I mean? She crushes our heart and then you get hurt. But women start getting hurt when they're 12, 13, 14, 15. All right. And that's not when they're having sex, but that's when they have their first crush and they're trying to date and they're trying to get dudes to settle down at that age, because naturally that's when that settle down period is supposed to start. OK, and then they can't get guys to settle down. They can't get guys to stop playing video games and hanging with their buddies and riding their BMX bikes and playing, you know what I mean? And playing with toys and then they get their heart broken, crushed. All right. And so they get this trauma way earlier than us and thus they're damaged way before we even get involved, way before we choose to settle down. So by the time you turn 23, 24, you're ready to settle down, and this woman been damaged, damaged. She been damaged, <laughs> all right? So uh, we're going to go through the red flags, all right? But before we do, we got to acknowledge the people who made the earlier contributions via the PayPal and the Cash App. Dollar Sign CGA Live is how you let your voice be heard, how you contribute, how you sponsor the show. We had a lot of great people this week sponsor the show. These shows and streams have been fantastic this week. Sometimes you're in a rhythm. So uh, I appreciate all the sponsorship support and all of that stuff. This keeps the message going. By the way, watch the video. And I titled it. I changed the title. This video, the stream that all men must watch. Go ahead and watch that video at your convenience. Okay. This show does not promote hate nor harm for any people, anybody, not women, not men, not broke men, not broke ass women. Not anybody. We don't hate anyone around here. We love modern women around here. I love them. All right. I love them. All right. They a dime a dozen around here and they cost, you know, very pennies on the dollar. All right. We don't hate you because your relationship status. You know what I mean? You can be married, single. Come on in. Come on in. You married women. Come on in and watch my chocolate skin. Give this presentation to these men out here. We don't hate you because of your race or your class. Well, we hate you because of your class. Yes. Class warfare is real. All right. You know what I mean? I'm definitely a classist. All right. So. Uh, with that being said, we want men to have emotional relationships, you know, positive emotional relationships, you know, positive financial relationships. And this is what we work on. We don't want you to get ruined. We don't want to get you ruined. All right. This is what we're doing around here. So that's the thing scrolling across the screen right there. That's my statement. Oh, by the way, you're choosing to watch this new, 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 new world order. All right. You can leave right now. I don't need you here if you're going to. Oh, my God. This is just terrible. This is absolutely despicable and reprehensible content. This hurt my feelings. All right, if you're going to be all doing that, man, just leave right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> just leave. All right, so um, Cash App. Let's get the, okay, Jam Master Jay. What you doing, bro? You okay? All right, Jay over there donating like crazy. All right, what you, what you got going on, bro? All right, Jay is like, man, here's my money. I got money. All right, where we at here? Uh, We got, uh, I want to, Talk about what Alfred said, uh, Winnie Wall. He said, always go for full custody. Always go for the jugular. All right. When we were dealing with custody issues, go for full custody or nothing at all. <laughs> um, let me see here. But um, let me check. Let me see something. <laughs> Holy moly. All right. So I just got a funny text. Uh, but but uh, go for the jugular or nothing at all. All right. Playing this 50-50 custody game is a loss. So Albert Ingram says, appreciate what you do. For us, much love. All right, appreciate you for being here. All right, Jam Master Jay says, I hooked up with a 23-year-old. That's junior college stuff. Uh, he says, once I finished, she said she was married 
and had one kid. <laughs> oh my god. And then he says uh the husband cheated on her with men and he is an alcoholic and he says when I asked about a divorce she said what did she say? It wasn't the right time as rents have increased. Mm. He also adds what did he add? CGA is right. These streets are rough out here. Goodness. These streets. Man. And so this is what happens. Boy, this is what you, oh man, oh man, gosh. I, I'm going to talk about monogamy, but I'm going to leave that alone. All right, we do not live in a monogamous society. The cheating is so prevalent. I don't know why anybody can claim it. And why can't people just keep their pecker in their pants? How come women can, can't stop cheating? All right, Jason Webb is in the building. All right, with a super chat. Appreciate you for being here. Who else is in here? Uh, who else is in here? PayPal. Y'all need the link? Y'all need the link? Hold on for a second. PayPal be moving slow, man. What in the hell is going on, man? Get, get some upgrade. Okay, what do we got here? Who else is in here? Did I get Pac-Man? I didn't, but I'm going to go back. Moose Hefner says, Coach, during the morning stream, you spoke about women pushing drugs and alcohol on men. Most crackheads that I know personally, it was a woman who introduced them to crack. That's why I, uh, he said they would buy it for them and eventually started smoking it with them. Um, if we take the Whitney Houston example, everybody thought that Bobby Brown was pushing the crack on to Whitney, but it was in fact Whitney that was pushing the crack on to Bobby Brown. Guys, women will push drugs on you or alcohol, mostly alcohol. I'm not sure about drugs, but they will push alcohol on you and uh, you will feel that you need to indulge in the spirits in order to keep up with them, right? And they'll call you a lame-o, you're weak, you're not fun. They'll push it on you, right? Only for you to find out that she an alcoholic. Mm. Pac-Man, here's my RP moment. When I joined the Navy back in the day, I saw how women have double standards to enlist and got better advancement because they were selling peace leave to the higher ups and for easier work days, leaving the guys to do all the heavy work. He says, then at the moment, I realized my childhood, uh, I realized my childhood advice to women in life was all a lie. So there's a red pill moment for you guys when you go into the military. Yes, when you see those things, it doesn't make sense. You're like, why? Why are these people being promoted over me, man? <laughs> why are they doing it? And then you find out somebody slept, slept their way to the top, you know, or they oh, they got it on hard work and ambition. Or the horny, the horny uh human resources boss, the horny manager. Yeah, that happens. SAU, let's do three more and then get on with the show. He says, good afternoon, coach. We're ready for some red flags like it's a Chinese communist parade. He says, yeah, man, just finished my workout and feeling good. Pause. I feel good. All right, shout out to uh, SAU. Who is this in here? Rockaway Rob, what you got to say? He says, a red flag for me is when I visited a sister at her home for the first time and it was hot as hell. I asked for a glass of water and she looked at me said and said, I ain't your mama. Mm. Time to go. Wow. Man. I noticed that too, because I have a certain standard of living for myself. And I know some people like I'm making it, you know, so, but you know, um, you know, I don't invite over to my place, uh, people over to my place if it's dingy or if it's not something that I'm confident in. But um, I find sometimes women beat up in HS. I'm this, I'm that. And you go over to their house and you like, it's like, ooh, like the damn werewolf of London is outside. Oh, and you go through 
two dudes are standing there warming their hands up at an oil drum. Oh, you here to see Tata Alicia, huh? <laughs> they laughing at you. She live upstairs, second floor, going up there. <laughs> All right, as soon as you walk by, they like snickering, sniggling. That's another favorite word of mine. That's really close. That's close to a racist word. You over there sniggling. <laughs> they sniggling. <laughs> sniggling ass. <laughs> What's all that damn sniggling you doing? They going up there. <laughs> and you go up there. It's the floor is all creaking. All right. The floor is all creaking. You go in there. You open the doors. WD-40 needed on the door. You go in there. Damn, you ain't got no air conditioning. She go over to the air conditioning and sit in the window. All right, you ain't got no damn central air. What the hell is this? She going on, here we go, in the air conditioning, loud as hell, roaring. You're like, I can't even hear nothing. You getting wet, the damn thing blowing water on you. She got to pour water into the thing. You're like, oh, boy, just turn it off. Turn the damn thing off. What the hell we doing here? All right, you could have came over to my crib. <laughs> And then she don't want to serve your ass. Hey, what happened to your damn manners? Who raised you? Man, offer your guest something to drink. Offer your guest something to drink. You know, <laughs> All right, man, look, just bend it over the couch. Where are we at here? Oh, my goodness. Man, these are bad. Oh, man. I, I could go in today. It can be one of those things. Uh, Kaylin Ferguson, he says, baby, turn around and let me see that sexy body go bump, bump, bump. That B2K. All right. Uh bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> um let me see. Where are we at? Where are we at in the show? All right, I had to answer that damn text message. All right. So anyway, people bug what the hell, man? People bugging. Hey, gay guys, ladies be broke out here. They be man, look, this is when we say they're broke. All right, so uh, let's clear this up. The definition of broke is this meaning. You need $2,000 a month, but you only got $1,500 or less. You're broke. But let's just say you need $2,000, but you got $2,100. Okay. You're not broke. You actually were able to pay all and use whatever number that is to you. If it's $5,000 a month, if it's $10,000, if you got $2,100 a month, you're not broke. I mean, you just tight on your money. You could use more. You might be able to have some room to earn more. But I'm telling you what women do financially. They need $2,000 on the first. Their ass got $1,300 on the 31st. And they are finding, trying to find out a way to get like, what? How many dollars? 700 bucks. 700 they show right they show 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 to the show like their plan was because you know what life happens stuff comes up you know you get a flat tire you know the gas prices go up you know what i mean something else happens your cell phone bill went crazy you know what i mean you're capable something happened in life where they didn't anticipate it they're like oh i didn't anticipate an increase in the need for my monthly rent so they went across the whole damn month from july 1st all the way to July 25th, just living. Everything's fine. They just a living. Yep. They like, yep, they living it up. They shaking their ass. They going to get a drink. They ah, ha, 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 strong and independent. I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island hopped. I've done all of that. The 26th will come and they be like this here. 
uh-oh. <laughs> the 26 come, they like, oh, snap. My cell phone bill, but my cell phone about to get cut off. Now, let me tell you if your cell phone bill about to get cut off. Yeah, they got their nails done. They got the jewelry. They bought earrings this month. They bought shoes. Oh, they bought purses. And then the 26th to come, and I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> You're like, wait a minute. You didn't see this coming, ho? <laughs> you didn't see this shit coming? This shit was coming a mile away. You knew you was going to need this money. Then they start to calling people borrowing. Look, if your cell phone getting cut off, you behind a month and a half. You're behind a good month and a half in cell phone bill. Maybe two months. Maybe about two months. You're not behind 20 days in cell phone bill. You're behind two months. You didn't see that coming? So then they start sending out flags. Yep, sending out SOLs. Help. I'll do this. I'll suck on that. I'll sell this. Like, where was you at? I always tell you, man, yeah, the car broke down. The car's going to break down. They, oh, I didn't anticipate that. I, not in. So this is what I tell people, and especially men. That's a red flag, by the way. But men, if you need $2,000, you need to make $4,000. I always tell you that, don't I? You don't need $2,000. You'd be like, okay, I got two. My, my, my bills are worth $2,000. I'll make $2,100 and chill. No, you need to make $8,000 that month. <laughs> You need to make eight grand. And now you're like, how am I going to make eight grand? Well, shit, you need to cut your damn expenses down. What the hell? You can't be. <laughs> yeah, they tires be bald. They need an oil change. And then these things compound because the next month comes up. Tires go down. Oil, the engine burn up. They car get repossessed. But they will show on Instagram from the first to the 20th. Yep, yeah, we ain't making it. Bro, I'm just. I'm just telling people, man, all the time. I, I have my expense number. I try to exceed it by three. Three times. I 3X, try to 3X my income for my monthly expenses. If not 10X. <laughs> I'm like 10X. I'm never comfortable. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to always feel like. <laughs> I don't want to always feel like, damn, the next month. Now, I've been there. I've been there. Trust me, I've, I've lived that way. I will never live that way again. Hell no. So I'm always working. People are like, why you work so hard? Shit. That's actually going to be a point that I'm going to make about a red flag. I'm like, man, you never know. What if I get sick for 30 days and I can't work? <laughs> it's crazy. So anyway, gee. All right, let's get some red flags going. How about we do that? All right. How about we do that? What are we doing? Here? Oh, wait. All right, honorable mention red flag for everybody here. Again, these red flags are based on relationship. Like you want to pursue a relationship. You want to pursue love. These red flags have nothing to do with you really banging them. So if we're going on, I'll still hit. Okay, yeah, Um, most of these I would still hit. But even then, you're asking for it. Even then, you're asking for it. So in this situation here, the honorable mention one that everybody can understand. I don't know, maybe not women, right? But this one is the honorable mention. Um, born again Christians. Born again Christians. Gentlemen in America, this is a major red flag. It is not red flag number one. And most of these aren't in order. But do not 
listen to anything a born agreeing Christian says, all right? Because they're on fire for the Lord. They're on fire for the Lord. They've had all their sins washed away. They've been redeemed. They've just started taking communion, all right? And they start having the blood, you know what I mean? Nothing but the blood. Nothing but the blood, you know what I mean? They taking the they taking the Ritz cracker, not the Ritz, they taking that saltine cracker as the body. You know what I mean? They humbling themselves in the sight of the Lord. They fired up, you know what I mean? They on Facebook. God bless. Lord help you, you know what I mean? I'll pray for you. Now, you might have known this person prior to their born again status or not. I, it doesn't matter. But in terms of dating, if they are hot and on fire for the Lord and they just got on fire for the Lord, stay clear away from their ass. Get it? It's like when you punt a ball in football and it goes like to the 15-yard line and it hit the 10-yard line and you ready to field the punt and your teammates is like, nah, man, get away from that damn thing. Don't pick it up. And it's rolling at the three-yard line to the two to the one. Everybody's like, get away from it. Run. Run. <laughs> Do not date them. They're undateable. Now, if they're in their walk, by faith, not by sight, somebody is in here offended already. What did I tell you? Uh, this is what I told you already. There it is right here. You're choosing to watch this content. You can disagree, but don't be offended. It says right here, the guy, there's absolutely nothing wrong with repenting and serving your creator rather than yourself and following man's ways. Did I say anything was wrong with that? I said, don't date them. <laughs> I didn't say anything was wrong with it. I said they're undateable. As a matter of fact, you need to mark them down. As soon as they come up, fight, just clear them off the deck. Oh, you oh, you just fired up about the bye-bye. You know why? Because you're going to need to do a deep dive, a deep cleanse. They've already settled this with their Lord but they haven't settled it with you. They still have consequences and repercussions to live out in this flesh world. In their spiritual world, their sins have been all washed away. But in the flesh world, me dealing with you, I need to understand what your past looked like. Oh yeah, because it still matters in the spirit. Yeah, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And I want to know what led you out there to be fired up. Why you fired up all of a sudden? You ain't been in church. You've been backsliding for the last 15 years. Why you fired up all of a sudden? What led you over there to the Lord? Please let me know. And then when you want to, when you want to know, they ain't gonna let, they ain't gonna tell you. But a lot of times I've seen people go in there and start their their walk in faith and not by sight. And these people have a shady past. Shady, something traumatic happened. They backslid way too much and they slid all the way down a sl alcohol slide on a razor blade. And it led them to get fired up. They're the ones in church. They're the new ones. They remember all the old, all the old songs, and they crying during testimony. They crying through the, uh, you know, the songs, the earlier songs. They crying. You like, why are you crying? Oh, I'm just fired up. But somebody says I've been delivered. But there's a reason why they fired up, and it's mostly because their past has led them here, and now they have to turn that around. And they have to start walking. But you as a man can't wash away those sins. That's not your job. 
What you need to do is find out why they're fired up now. Why they've repackaged themselves. This is a repackaging. This is a rebirth. They're being born again. But you need to know why. Or else if they don't tell you why, you need to run. <laughs> is somebody upset about this one? Somebody's upset. Where is he? Oh, he gone? He's skedaddled. He followed my thing. I told you you don't have to watch the show. Somebody's message got deleted. All right, yeah, he was not happy. Wait a minute, this is reprehensible already. I'm not against faith. I'm not against faith. What I'm telling you is when they just restart their walk, you need to stay clear away from them. Stay away or investigate, get all the dirty details, or it's going to be a busted situation for you. All right, so that's number one. That's actually honorable mention. You'll find out. You'll find out the hard way. And some, you know what I mean? Because then she's going to start dating in her new walk. And you'll find out that she's been in them streets, in bef the streets before she was in her new walk. And now she's in her new walk. And many times she might be in her new walk to find a husband. She might be in her new walk um, to clear off all the deck of the Chad and Tyrone. She's like, I'm tired of them. I done done some nasty things. I'm going to come back here in this walk. You you might not know what, what, what led her there. But she needs to be have a probation period with the Lord. All right, at least two years with the Lord. See if you can, because here's what's going to happen. I'm going to let you know. If, if, if you jump in, if you jump in and you jump in feet first and you jump in with your heart and you say, I finally find me a godly woman. Well, because she's on a probation period with the Lord, she can backslide again easily. She'll backslide right back into her sin in life. And she'll get comfortable because she's not in a rhythm. She's not in a rhythm. She don't have been going to church on a routinely basis. Then she goes six weeks in a row. She get worn out. But by that time, you didn't wash away her sins in the flesh world. And what they call the world, the secular world. And then all of a sudden, she back. In these streets. <laughs> and it's only a matter of time. You got to wait two years. Let's see. You just watch her for two years. Mm, let me watch that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Now you're wearing a pencil skirt to church, I see. Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh, I see. Oh, now you went out for drinks with your friends. Mm -hmm. I thought you was born again. And you ain't supposed to be around that alcohol. You're on a probation. <laughs> probation, I say. Um, Where are we at here? Let's go to red flag number 10, since everybody's in agreement. Red flag number 10, older, attractive, and still single women now this one right here is going to get a lot of you brothers because you're going to meet some woman depending on what older is to you for me a, an older woman is age 32 and above right but in most cases in my age group in your age group in your father's age group it's 40 and above okay so what's going to happen is you're going to see mrs parker out there and she she gonna be bad she gonna be thicker than a snicker all right she gonna have all that wagon she dragging you're going to ask her if she wants fries with that shake. All right. I'm telling you, man, she's going to be batted to the bone, man. You're going to be looking at her like, oh, I came up. I got this hot woman. And you'll see her. And you're like, okay, give me the lowdown. She's 42. You're like, 42? Yeah, but she looks 39. All right. You'll make every excuse in the book. She still looks good. Her skin looks good. And you're like, hey, man, she still looks young. Yeah, she's had some trauma in her life. She's had two kids, two baby daddies. She's been divorced twice, but she still got it. 
and you start seeing that thing. And you like, she still got it. It ain't even saggy or soggy yet. I want it. I want to. I want that, baby. I want to. Too bad you didn't know she used to be Keith Sweat's backstage underage adolescence. How you doing? Fine. She replied, hi, side. I like to do the wild thing. Action took place. Hey, kind of wet. Oh, don't forget the J, the I, the M, the M, the Y, yo. I need a body back. She used to be backstage. Do me, baby. Uh-huh. Sweating out her weave. Do me, baby. She used to be back there, titty jiggling on the Soul Train line. Do me, baby. She used to be backstage with all the boys, Backstreet Boys. Do me, baby. <laughs> you can do me in the morning. You can do me in the night. She's got some stuff that you don't even want to know about, bro. You do not want to know about this one. But now. And that's you. She ready to settle down. She ready to be a good girl. And she's still hot. She's still attractive. Guys, older attractive women rarely are um, the, the ugly duckling that turned into the swan, a.k.a. the late bloomer. They're rarely the late bloomer. See, the late bloomer is, is, is an exception to the rule. She never had to use beauty to get by. So she was ugly most of her life all the way until she was 25, and then she got attractive, right? So she, got a, she actually had to use some intelligence and smarts to pass her way by. She couldn't just go into the bars 18, 19, 20, 22, 21, 22, hooking up with Method Man, hooking up with Red Man, all right, hooking up with everybody around the damp. She couldn't do that. Gang bangers, thugs, all of these stuff. Ugly Duckling didn't do that. They was just sitting back on the side, you know what I mean? With they braces on. <laughs> right. But she, on the other hand, she's got some things, man. She might know Easy E back in the day. Oh, Easy E. Oh, I know him. And so these are some things that you don't want to know. A lot of times she knows, oh man, James Worthy, me and him used to hang out back in the day. James Worthy. Yeah, him, Byron Scott, Magic Johnson. Hold up. <laughs> Tracy McGrady, Shaq, all of them dudes. Devin George. Cedric Sabalos. <laughs> You're like, wait, 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 skirt, skirt. Game over. She used to hang out at the forum club after the games. She used to be at the Staples Center in the box in the back. She had box seat at the Staples Center. <laughs> You're like, whoa, 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 baby, hold up for a second. She know Michael Jordan. Oh, me and Michael go way back. You ever meet somebody like that? She broke up the she broke up the Dallas Mavericks with Jimmy Jackson, Jason Kidd, and uh Jamal Masburn. She broke them whole. They she broke them up. <laughs> you ever hear these people, man? You date them, you know what I mean? You're your 40, you be like, look up. Like, who's this dude? I see you, you go to her house, there's a picture of a dude. Who is this dude? Oh, you know what I mean? Ah, oh, yeah, that's that's just my friend. That's my friend. Who is that? That look like Adrian Peterson on your damn picture. Oh, me and Adrian Peterson, we go way back. We're just friends. <laughs> You're like, oh, my God. What am I getting into here? And you get all insecure. Next time you in bed with her, you all insecure. You're like, mm, am I good enough as the NBA players you've been with? Oh, don't worry about all that, baby. You'll be okay. Just, I need to pay my cell phone bill. Can you pay that? You thought you was doing something. You was in there 
rolling around and wiggling around. You was like, yeah, man, I'm doing something. Then you found out she had a video with JJ Fad and Biker Shorts back in the day. She was like, super sonny. She was like, I'm motivated. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. She used to be back in the back of shorts with the Leacock Sportive Rooster on the side. She was like, ah, push it. She was like, is that you backstage? <laughs> so, I mean, anyway. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, man. We done with that. But let me do one more. Let me do one more. Yeah, she was with Oak Town 357 in there, man. She's like, say got me crazy. She was waving her hair like this. Or for my brothers, man, he was, she was in the girl, she was in the video, pour some sugar on me. In the name of love, she walked out. She had her Kelly Bunny dress, pour some sugar on me. Mm. <laughs> he was like, wait a minute. She's my cherry pie. For my white audience in the building. My Lord. Where we at? <laughs> All right. So anyway, let's go to number nine. The older attractive woman, they got a past that you don't want to know. She had the tight black Kelly Bundy dress on and the red heels. She came out. Pour some sugar on. Where we at? All right. Here we go. Where's uh number nine? Oh, white girls that can twerk. Oh, no, 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 no. White girls that can twerk. I don't care what race you are. White girls that can twerk is a red flag. That got, bruh. Cut it. Cut it. This is going to be a massive red flag. Massive. Right, because you're gonna be like, if let's just say you're a white dude, right? You're a white dude, you know what I mean? And you you married a old uh Kaylee, you know what I mean? And you're like, oh, I got her stick figure Kaylee. She ain't do nothing. She don't know about these streets. Wait, in these streets. And then one of these days, you take her. You you go to a wedding. All right, you take your new girlfriend. <laughs> you take your new white girlfriend for a white guy. You know the white guys. You know what I mean? <laughs> And then you take her to a wedding and the wedding starts throwing back backstreet songs. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then they start saying, I like the way you work it. No diggity. Dun, 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 dun. That Dre beat drop, that baseline drop. And then your girlfriend run out onto the dance floor. And you was like, oh, it looks like she knows this song. <laughs> It appears like she might be familiar with this particular song. And then they all grab their girls and they be like, oh, watch out. Remember when we used to do dun 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 boom? And then you and then you turn, <laughs> you turn around. And this is gonna be your girl right here. Hold on for a second. I missed the mark. Then your girl, your your new white girlfriend, you didn't introduce your family to start boom. Dun 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 dun. dun. She's better than average, by no means, baby. I got to have it. Baby, you a perfect 10. I want to get in. I want to see you. I can win. I like the way you work it. No diggity. I got to bag it up. I like the way you work it. No diggity. I got to bag it up. <laughs> and the white dude is going to be like this.
<laughs> now, you know what that means. He knows what that means. He knows his girl done been blacked. He might not know until his wife is well married and pushed out two kids and she goes to a wedding and she drop it like it's hot. The song come on. If your pimp's in the rear view, drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. And then she get on the dance floor. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like he he watching his wife and he's watching episodes of Blacked at the college dorm. And he's going, uh-oh. His homeboy's looking at him like this. And he's sitting up there. <laughs> All right. Let's just say you're let's just say you're a black man, right? Or a, a man of another race. And you meet a white girl and she drop it like this. She she does this. You already know what's up. You already know what's up. She didn't been through the hood. She didn't been through the hood. There's no way possible that she can do stuff like that without being hanging around brothers. <laughs> the the too short blow the whistle song come on. And she say, blow the whistle. And she starts singing the lyrics. And you'd be like, oh, I want me a girl like that that can sing the lyrics until it's your girl. Blow the whistle. Tweet, tweety, do tweet. Tweet, tweety, tweet, tweet. Blow the whistle. And she know all the lyrics. She'd be like, ba, ba, da, da, ba. she's like, oh, yeah. If she knows two short lyrics, <laughs> you done. She know two short E40. She used to, she used to hang around dudes that smoked up major blunts. Just go ahead and dip on out of there. All right, so red flag number nine is white girls that can twerk. All right, that's going to be. Now, what about the black girls, you say? What about the black girls that can, that can twerk? All right. um, If they're twerking, just skedaddle. I mean, that's just an evening. That's just one night. You know what I mean? If they can't twerk, you got to be looking at them like, are you sure? I'm going to force your ass to twerk, right? You get them hot. You get them little uh, firecracker. Dance, I said. And you pop, pop. You start putting it. Dance, I said. Hurry up. Make it twerk. Make it bounce. Make it jiggle and wiggle. And she's like, I don't know how to do this. You're like, hmm. You're not to be trusted. <laughs> All right, anyway. <laughs> All right, so uh, let me get to the contributions. Uh, let's see here. Black girls that can't twerk, you be looking at them like, wait a minute, ma'am. What city did you grow up in? After she said she was hood, I grew I know what the hood is like. I grew up rough and tough, rough and tumble. And she's like, but I don't know how to twerk. Mm, I don't know about that. You're not going to be trusted. Stop it. Even the politicians, the Ivy Leaguers know how to twerk. They know how to twerk. All right. So anyway, we're having fun. Those those were fun. PayPal.me backslash Coach Rick Adams and Cash App. Where are we at here? Eh, where are we at? Everybody got some red flags. Uh, who is it? Brian Horsley's in the building. Thank you, brother, for being here again and again. All right. Uh, where are we at here? Uh, Eternal Hoops or Eternal Hope says Real Ninjas is up. He says, LOL, play makeup is independence. 
Oh, makeup, hair. Oh, oh, you want you want this? Hair, makeup, esthetician, facials, vagina waxing, everything. That is all independent. <laughs> you talking about Zoe? Uh, Zoe definitely looked like she been had trained ran on her. I mean, she a walking red flag. Make your and my own husband hair. will buy me as many fucking Louis as I want to. So you're going to fucking game. No, he's going to fucking spoil me. No. I don't no. deal with no don't, fucking don't, scrubs. No. <laughs> the way she's like, like a T-Rex. He's going to be an engineer doctor. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Where are we at? She was like... Oh, by the way, man, get the likes up. What are my likes looking like? Okay, it's time. It's time. It's Scrum Diddly Umptious time. All right, here we got, man. We're going to play Scrum Diddly Umptious until we get to 800 likes in the building. New, 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 new world order. Come on, man. I'm giving y'all something to laugh to. What really gets me is that some of y'all be scared of a little belly. Y'all see how Scrum Diddly Umptious it look? Ooh, ooh, baby girl, y'all scared of a little belly deli? Y'all scared of a little belly deli for what? Who told you we scared of that belly? Let it lose some. Let it. I know y'all see the football print. The football print go crazy. The football print go crazy. Come on, parabola. Come on, y equal x squared. Maybe cubed on some days. What really gets me is that some of y'all be scared of a little belly. Y'all. Y'all see how scrum diddly um shit it look? Ooh, ooh, baby girl. Y'all scared of a little belly deli? Y'all scared of a little belly deli for what? Who told you we scared of that belly? Let it lose some. Let it. I know y'all see the football print. The football print go crazy. The football print go crazy. Come on. Parabola. Come on. Y equal X squared. Maybe cubed on some days. All right, we got the 730. We're at 50%. All right, appreciate y'all, brothers. Oh, my. That video, man. Boy, I tell you, man, camera phones. Camera phones has been the death of what we knew were traditional women, man. When they got that camera phone, it has been over. And I told you about the... Um, I told you about we have the spirit of Lilith, right? We did the Lilith's mirror. We had the witchcraft stream. Uh, the, we had the young woman who called us. I believe she was from Seattle, Washington or near that. She said she was 21 years old. She called in and she knew all the stuff about witchcraft. And she talked about the black mirror and scribing and all of this stuff. Um, and she talked about these things right here, right? She was talking about the black mirror, looking into the black mirror, how it looks back into you. She gave a great explanation. We're going to have to dig that stream up about witchcraft. And uh, how it becomes addictive. And then the story of Lilith and her den of demons that lived and resided in the mirror and how Lilith was fascinated with her reflection. We did an entire stream on this one. When they got that cell phone, that camera phone, it's been, it's been the death of relationships. It was the literal death of relationships. So, um, yeah, it was the voodoo stream. We talked about voodoo and not eating that spaghetti. Right. Don't eat her spaghetti. Uh, you don't know how many people, especially women, like that one young woman that called in. She was like a lot of she was like, you will be shocked at the amount of women that participate in witchcraft. And there were guys that had stories about them keeping certain liquids and urines and all that stuff. The crystals, 
um, all of these things. I know people participate in these things. Not everybody is a um, spiritual person, right, in that aspect of uh, religion. But a lot of women practice witchcraft and they're introduced to it early on in schools, right? The, the astrology and, you know, some people might participate in that as a as their spirituality. I'm not dissing it, but a lot of times they don't know what they're doing with this, this mystic magic. And uh, you get involved with them, then they're asking you about astrology. They're mixing things up, right? They're very much a free spirit. Yeah, the, the, the death of the modern relationship can be closely linked to cell phone camera because they will record themselves. Let me show you something. I'm going to show you all something. I had to save it. I go through my Instagram sometimes. Let's see if I saved it. They'll record themselves doing absolutely nothing <laughs> and get massive amounts of, uh, let me see here. Where can I go? Oh, saved. Here it is right here. And she a redhead too. So that's a weakness for a lot of people. So here's an example. Okay. You guys see that? This is, this is her video that she posted. That That's the video. Let's watch it again. Wait a minute. Hold on. How do I get a... I got an age restriction on my video already? <laughs> Good Lord. They watching me. New, 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 new world order. This video's been age restricted for the white girl twerking. And the video's on YouTube. Hold on for a second. Let me make sure that's the video they talking about. That just came through. Uh, Which one? Oh, no, it's the three fatherless women thrash a restaurant. That video got age restricted. But that's a very common tactic that they use against me. New, 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 new world order. Um, Here's the video again. Take a look. This is this is nothing, but this is witchcraft. I mean, and so she's basically just staring into the video. There's music on it. She's just staring into the video. Doing nothing. Staring into her black mirror her scribe, and she's just, <laughs> um, so what I'm telling you is that has been the death and she's using whatever this mystic magic, this hypnosis, and she has ob obviously her bosoms on the screen. This is, this is the spirit of Lilith 100%. And they're not looking at, you know, they'll look at the attention they're getting, but they're actually mesmerized at their own beauty. They're mesmerized at their own beauty. So they actually are more addicted to what they look like on the other side as opposed to the attention. The attention is almost secondary, but they are looking at their, their beauty because it's been obtained by nature. Nature gave it to them, or they use some mystic magic like sorcery, like makeup or implants or something like that. And then when they see themselves, they're mesmerized. They're like, wow. And they can do nothing but record themselves. Now, imagine. Imagine you go record yourself doing absolutely nothing. When would you do that? Let me turn on my phone. And by the way, to post the video and edit it and put music behind it takes a significant amount of narcissism. What kind of narcissist do you have to be to record yourself for hours upon end and minutes upon end and then go, let me edit this down and add music to it. I did nothing. I tell you, it has been the death. 
of modern relationships. That one thing right there. That one thing. And you can search. I mean, this isn't the only one. You can search masses amount of it. They're recording themselves on a constant basis. And this is the Lilith's mirror. We're going to bring that stream back. This is the Lilith's mirror. This is the scribe, the black scribe. This is the, the detail. This, the, this is the spirituality that you really need to understand. When we talk about lukewarm Christians and all of that, that's one thing. Everybody kind of understands the context. But when you talk about stuff that, that you really don't know about and you start investigating and diving deep and talking about it, this not only affects just our relationships with them, this affects how they act out in the modern world. Right. And I'll talk about their rights and how they sacrifice children. There's women on TikTok that record themselves. I can't wait to delete another baby. These people are practicing witchcraft and sorcery and some something close to uh, sacrificing children. And oh boy, it goes it goes deeper. Anyway, it goes way deeper than that. And most of you guys don't know, by the way, I got to get to these PayPal's. And because y'all brothers, there's a brother in there going nuts, right, on PayPal. Shout out to Mr. Nguyen in the building. All right, shout out to my brothers out there, Jay Nguyen in the building. Okay, so um, somebody, oh, Adrian Paul TV is in the building. Shout out to you, Kansas City Chiefs. Was at the gym this evening. All the Kayleys were out and working. They almost had me, coach, had to stay focused, all right? Well, you could you could have you a Kaylee. All right, I'd rather, you know, you can do what you want. All right, so this brother has several PayPal, so we got to go through it. He has about, I want to say, eight. Billy the Kid says he's just a friend. You don't have to worry about him. That's a red flag. Okay, oh, so he's predicting. He's predicting red flags. Um, these are his. Um, he's just a friend. Don't worry about him. He says, I only have guy friends. That's a red flag. We talk about that one. Um, that is definitely something that you need to question. What else did you say? Let's give you a couple more. He says, uh, oh, wait. I clicked on that one already. Boy, this is going to be pretty hard. I, my eyes are messed up. One, two, three. One, two, three. Did you do that twice? You must have did that one twice. That's what you did. Let me do one more. Let me do one more. He says, I need a man that can handle me. Red flag. I need a man that can handle me. Yeah. Um, that is a red flag of uh, because the, the irony of that is she's also been in an abusive relationship. All right, we'll get to that. I'm going to jump in the head a little bit. All right, so if you're just joining me, honorable mention, red flag, born-again Christian. Give them a probation, probation time to prove themselves before you just jump, dive deep. She's the new woman at church. Oh, I never met a sister like you. I'm good to have. I'm glad we have sisters like you in the church. All right, yes. Give her a probationary period. Number 10, older, attractive, and still single. That's counterintuitive or counter, that's counter to even nature. That doesn't even make sense that there's still going to be a good person, a good option for you, older, single, down the line, and attractive. Uh, white girls that can twerk was our funny one, but it's true. <laughs> All right, that's you. And that's you. All right, let's get down to the financial side of it. A red flag, number eight. They have major health issues. Major, major health issues. So let's just say you're meeting a girl, you're talking to her, and she says, you know, I have, um, I, I might need a kidney transplant in five years. You know, I have the cirrhosis of the liver. Uh, something like that. I had knee surgery, uh, you know, and you might see her and she's a pog or she's thick. And you're like, and she's like oh, yeah, yeah. She's like, you know, you know, my foot's been bothering me. I had a car. I got in a car accident and I have a back injury. 
Run. Run, run, run. Oh, my foot's been bothering me, and it seems like I have plantar fasciitis or my bunions kicking in or I got flat feet or something like that. Run. I got sciatica. Sciatica. <laughs> run, run, run. Why? Why is this a major issue, especially if you're meeting her early on? And she mentions something like that. I had two brain surgeries in the past. All right, man, just. Why is this an issue? Because financially down the line, this is going to cost you. It's going to cost you. You might not think it will, but it's going to cost you. It's going to eat up into your money. It's going to be one of these situations where she needs some specialized health insurance because she can be insured many times by regular insurance unless she gets a job and they do something in pre-existing. Now they can do pre-existing, but they're going to have to have a special add-on. She's going to be on medication sometimes to keep whatever thing that's uh, enabling or disabling her to go. All right, whatever it is, she's going to need that thing that whatever it is, and she has a pacemaker in her heart. She needs a medication or she got a heart transplant. She's going to be taking 30 pills to keep that damn thing going. She's going to need a whole bunch of stuff. Anytime she feel a pain, oh, have you ever heard of the term hypochondriac? Hypochondriac. These are people, I actually coached a hypochondriac. It was it was funny. We used to call her, you know, okay, come the hypochondriac. She was always injured. She always needed a Band-Aid, an ace, uh, ace bandage. She always got a scratch. Oh, I take blood thinner. She always had to go to the uh, hospital, the doctor. She had migraine headaches every week. All right, the side effects was kicking in for something. Hypochondriacs. These people will run you ragged, and they're going to drain you financially. They're going to probably start taking off jobs and not pushing it to the limit. Anytime they get a, oh, oh, I got a pain in my rib. Of course, they'll be kind of overweight, and they'll be like, oh, you know, my thyroid acting up, and I got the gout, and I got that hump on the back of my neck. My back hurt. I got arthritis. <laughs> arthritis. And eventually, down the line, they're going to get rheumatism. They're going to be on head. They're going to be on medication like crazy. All right. Oh, I, I went to this doctor and my rheumatism actually started acting up. And then my back started acting up. And then my, my spine are fused together. And my damn gout start kicking in. And my thyroid start run. Do not press forward. <laughs> All right. Yeah, they got foot swelling, cankles done swole up, all of that stuff. Oh, man, I got to take this. I got to take this with my blood thinner, and then I got to take this one because this one reduces the swelling. Then you're going to be wanting a little bit of loving. Can I get a little bit of loving? Oh, my back. Oh, my goodness. I actually had my C4 fused into the L6. Mm. <laughs> you like, holy moly. Do not press forward. It's going to cost you. It's going to be a drain on you. You're gonna always going to be in the ER. Always going to be in the ER. She always going to have something acting up. She always going to be in the hospital. And it's going to call. It's going to run up your bill. She's going to get diabetes. Her heart going to start racing. Heart, uh, heart pain medication. Cholesterol. Yep, she won't be able to exercise. Oh, I really want to exercise, but my arthritis won't let me. Mm. And then she's going to have old man's disease. What do they call it? 
old timers disease. <laughs> so, dude, be careful. Hey, wash that one away. As soon as you hear major health issue, she had two reconstructive knee surgeries. Run. Because that going to be bone on bone at any particular moment. Soon as she had two, she played basketball or volleyball. You're like, oh, good. She had two reconstructive knee surgeries. You know what's going to happen? She's going to tweak her knee. It's going to be bone on bone while you in Cabo on vacation. She's going to need the wheelchair up and down the whole damn vacation on crutches on your damn time. Right before you go on the trip, her knee going to be bone on bone. No damn meniscus, no nothing. <laughs> so I says, it's the, it's the urgent care walk in now, coach. That's where you are. And you're going to be like, oh, hell no. On vacation, wheelchairing her ass around. You having fun? Wheelchairing her ass on the beach. You ain't never getting no peace. you like, put your leg up. Oh, she got that big ass old school knee brace on. Everywhere she goes, she wear the Michael Jordan knee sleeve. You know what I mean? And it look like an ice cream cone because on the bottom of her. <laughs> and she walked with two knee sleeves, just walking around the house. An ankle brace. Like, what you doing? You ain't even doing nothing. <laughs> the, 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 yeah, she got the there the knee sleeve look like an ice cream coat because at the top of the knee is all fat and the bottom of the leg man please all right so let me do one more yeah oh no okay yeah let me do one more get rid of the red flags no major health issues do not proceed forward stop where you're at yeah she got sciatica scoliosis uh, you ever because I worked in fitness training, so I've heard all of these damn things. I've heard all of these things. Oh, I got scoliosis. My spine is shaped like a damn serpent S. Mm. Can't you see one leg longer than the other? You're like, oh my god. They at the chiropractor every week, the massage therapist, the doctor, personal trainer. Oh, I can't walk on a treadmill. I can't run on a treadmill. I can't do nothing on a treadmill. Like, why are you here? Only a little elliptical. All right, elliptical only. Oh, this messing up my bunion. <laughs> so it's a red flag. You might want to walk past this woman at any age, any age. All right, so the next one will be her last ex was abusive or he was at fault of the end of the relationship. Okay, so um, this one, it's a red flag. Now, I'm not saying women don't get abused in relationships. But these tropes of he was an emotional abuse, uh, he, he abused me. How was he abusive? Did he beat you up, right? Did he elbow you? Did he, did he body slam you? Did he take his elbow off, throw it into the stands, bounce off the ropes, people's elbow you? Like, what did he do? Did he choke you? Like, how did he do? Is he in jail? Did you press charges? Did you go to domestic violation court? How, many, how much time is he serving? Nothing. But then you find out, well, he was actually emotionally abusive. Like, what is that? Like, what does that mean? He was verbally abusive. Stop yelling at me. Like, what is verbally abusive? I often find that verbally abusive equals. You know what verbally abusive equals? It means she messed up and he went into a rage. And he was going into a rage to correct her messed up behavior. Now, what she wants to make you believe verbally abuse is, is he just walked into the door, kicked into the door, wave in the full foe, 
right? And then just walked in. Well, look at you, you slop a lop. Look at you, you Tyrannosaurus, Walrosaurus Rex. You know what I mean? Like he just came in and started degrading her. Look at this. Oh my goodness. Hippopotamus. Oh my gosh. Look at this mastodon. That's what she makes you. That's what she wants you to believe. That she was just sitting there looking at chicken noodle soup for soul. She was reading her book. Oh my gosh. That's I'm ready to get on my damn spiritual journey of self-improvement and health. And he kicked in the door. Look at you, you lazy slop. <laughs> now we know that doesn't happen most guys don't even want to talk to their girl when he walks into the house he might say something like you wearing that that's verbally abusive or she comes in at three o'clock in the morning from girls nights out girls nights out and you're like the bar closed that too why are you verbally abusing me she doesn't want to answer for her creating a problem. She's never wrong. Sign language, need to be right. She's never wrong. So then when you correct her and you challenge her on points, you're verbally abusive. And this would could be what it means. But you don't know that because you ain't there. And the ex is all at, at fault. Were you verbally abusive to him? Oh, no, not me. Nope. And so we have this trope that everything can be washed away with just using this term abusive. And the man's always the abuser. I always counsel you ask them who was the abuser many time relationships women can be just as equally abusive to men if not more because we never have you know these little powwows as men to identify what abuse is when women do it to us we think we need to hold masculine frame against anything she does all right let me go a call on my dating coach and do a coaching call hey man coach what do you do when a woman gaslights you what do you do when she manipulates me what do you do when she, de oh, you know what you do, Sean? You hold massive amount of masculine frames. What you do is you walk in the door and you hear the gaslight, Sean. You don't call it abuse because you a real man, Sean. You walk out and you hold your masculine frame out here like this. You hold your frame up, Sean, and you was in wrong frame. So that's why you are here on my coaching call right now. You need to get in frame, Sean. That's what you need to do. No, you're being abused. And see, we don't label it as abuse because we somehow feel that we can get it in control. But she's really being abusive to you. And they do it on the regular. And they'll never admit it, Sean. Just like the Amber Heard. Oh, I was not abusive to him. Cuts his finger. Gaslights the hell out of him. Kicks him, beats him up, punches him, hits him. I wasn't abusive. You weren't punched. Right? And so this is what we're talking about. Whole frame. And most guys are misguiding you and not trying to, because we're trying to be men here. Oh, I would never let a woman abuse me. Yes, you do. And they do it on a daily basis. But if you do just one inkling of this abuse, he was an abuser. My last boyfriend was an abuser. He used to kick, punch, scream, cry, elbow me. All right, he used to pistol whip me. He used to drag me by my hair like a barbarian. He used to club me, take me upstairs, take the peace leave from me. And then, you know what? He used to put babies in me, leave me barefooted pregnant and tell me I was ugly. And you'd be like, oh, okay, wow, Jesus. Well, how long did you stay with him? I was with him for 15 years. I gave him 15 years of my life, and he started from the beginning, and I put up with it because I didn't know who I was. 15 years. Now, she ready to end your date right now. She ready to end your date because you asked her for halvesies, right? I will not put up with men who will not pay the bill. Meanwhile. 
she was actually getting DDT, double DDT by the damn four horsemen on a daily basis for 15 years. She ready to walk out on you because you sniggle funny. I hate the way he sniggles. I cannot date a guy who sniggles funny. <laughs> he sniggles just ridiculous. Listen to the way he laughs. Look at that sniggling. You're like, wait, you've been with him for 15 years. You gave this man four kids. He used to hit you with the double elbow. He used to whip you in the rope and hit you with the doomsday device. What the hell? But I sniggle funny. <laughs> he breathing too loud. <gasps> I can't deal with that. And he five foot eight. Hell no. You got to be six foot one. Like someone who can abuse me and feel threatening. I got to be threatened by you in order to date you. If I can deadlift your weight, you don't weigh enough. I want you to weigh double my weight. So I feel like you're going to abuse me at some point. <laughs> this is our world, right? Double rock and roll express dropkick. <laughs> you got to be tall enough to choke slam me. All right. That's how tall I want you to be. All right. But anyway, oh, he too short. He'll never be able to choke slam me. Nobody will ever believe he was abusive to me. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> If they say their last ex was an abuser, it's time to go. Pack your bag. Uh, can I, hey, waiter, go ahead and pack all this up. Uh, you want to go have these? Don't need to pay for anything for you. you. You're used to being abused. So here's some more for you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Just drive the hell off. Run. This is, a, this is a lie, a manipulative lie most of the time that a man, the other man can't even approve. Like, you can't even prove, like, okay, uh, were you emotionally abusive to her? He's like, what? Well, she said you were a mostly abuser, so obviously you were. Go ahead and tell us how you did it. Well, first, what I do, you're like, like, how do you prove emotionally abused? How do you prove you weren't an emotional abuser? How do you prove that you were a verbal abuser? How do you prove that you weren't a verbal abuser? Like, how do you be like, uh, yeah, tell us how you verbally abuse her. I never, I never raised my voice at her. Well, she said you were a verbal abuser. Ask her what it meant. Like, what did he, how did he verbally abuse you? What, what was the scenario? Tell me what the scenario was. And they'll come up with one. Well, one day, when my man caught me texting another man, he went on a tirade. And I told him to calm down. He's just a friend but he would not listen and he verbally abused me. Oh, yeah. Oh, so you were doing something he did not like. He probably discussed not having you do that. Probably was a rule that you broke and he put your ass in check. And you called it a verbal abuse when he was disciplining you. Got it. Oh, discipline and yelling and discipline is not verbal abuse. It's called discipline. <laughs> it's called disciplining you. And I might have to raise my voice when I discipline you. That's not verbal abuse. <laughs> anyway, let's get to these super chats. So you were doing what you weren't supposed to do, and you got yelled F at. Yeah, you got yelled at. All right, so that's not verbal abuse. If you think that's verbal abuse, and she categorized it as verbal abuse, you got to get up out of there. You got to get up out of there, bruh. 
All right. What is this sound effect? What would you? Okay. Now I know what it is. Cash app time. Yeah, it's just gaslighting. So uh, never believe it. Never believe it. Anybody tells you a verbal abuse, tell them the tell me the scenario. <laughs> Oftentimes it revolves around they were doing something they didn't weren't supposed to be doing, and they got yelled at. That ain't verbal abuse. All right, verbal abuse is I just walk in on you and I just start cursing you to hell out, and you don't know why. There's no reason you're like I can't figure out why he's yelling at me. Not that you don't understand why you got yelled at. Right. You cannot understand why you got yelled at and still there'll be a viable reason why your ass got yelled at. But if he just walks in and just goes on a tirade on you, that would be verbal abuse. And I think that is extremely rare. And it's extremely rare for a person to allow that for 5, 10, 15 years. Mm. Sheldon Ross says the football print go crazy. The football print go crazy. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, let's see here. Simon Small contributions to the gospel of the free agent lifestyle collection plate. We get spiritual over here, but it's on the spiritual of the free agent lifestyle. And uh, shout out to you. Marcus Don Juan says, hit $500, uh, $500. Hit the 500-pound deadlift for the first time. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. All right, congratulations, brother. 500 pounds ain't easy, bro. But uh, this person right here, she might be, woo. All right, anyway, let's go back. Eternal Hopes says free agent lifestyle. Haley, or do you mean Kaylee? Do you mean Kaylee or Haley? Because I don't know if there's a Haley. I know that you need a husband. Somebody need a husband. I think you mean Kaylee. Okay. We got them all here. Okay. Uh, we still on uh, one. Let me see. One, two, three, four, five. We still have a few, quite a few here. Uh, Billy the Kid says, I drink Hennessy with Jack Daniels. <laughs> oh, my goodness. If they drink the Hennessy and they have smoked black and milds, that's a pass on my side. I mean, you can, like, whatever I'm saying, this is classism speaking. I'm just letting you know. Um. Whatever I'm saying, I'm actually trying to show you. I'm actually, I live a little bit of a better life. You know, like in my circle, I can't, you can't be off the Henny. You can't be holding black and mild with them yellow ass fingernails. You know what I mean? Like you can't go now, but you can do it if you want to live in the community. Like I'm not judging you for that, but you can't come around my way. Come and you're going to go my way. You can't come around my way. Come around my way. Come around my way. Holding a black and mild. <laughs> Hennessy with Jack. Oh, Billy the Kid, you have to buy my other kids, my other three kids, McDonald's. Oh, man, that is a red flag. All right, so we're at SAU. He says uh, she's a Christian now, but she appeared on Cisco's The Thong Song. Exactly. Exactly. And then you find out she was a background dancer in the thong song or she was a background dancer for Janet Jackson or something crazy. You like she used to be a video vixen, but behind closed doors, she do whatever it takes to get to the Grammy Awards. Mm. Shout out to the game. 
SAU says this new Christian on alcohol acting like ODB shimmy shimmy ya in the building. Where are we at? Uh, we still got a couple. Uh, Billy the Kid's got a couple. He says, uh, don't blame. He says, don't worry, Brad. Don't worry. Don't worry, Brad. Me and Don Tavius used to go steady. Man, I know this girl. I know a girl. I went to high school with her. Jewish girl. Good Jewish girl. She ended up marrying a good Jewish man and divorcing his ass. <laughs> so I go way back with her when she was, I think I was 16 and I knew her when she was 14. She was definitely a freshman in high school. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> and I was not a freshman. All right. So she went through a phase. Like she, she went through. Like, I was the new black kid, so she had to go mess with me. And she was called, we used to call her JFN. Back in the day, G, DJ Quick had this white rapper called JFN. He appeared on one song, never heard from him again. But we used to call this girl JFN because the last the last letter in JFN, the N was her name. If I say her name, people know who I'm talking about. Not, not you guys. So let's just call her Nancy. So we used to call her Jungle Fever Nancy, JFN, Jungle Fever Nancy, or Just for Ninjas. So she was, um. so in this situation, she, all through high school into college, she dated brothers. And there was a period where she dated this Pookie. We used to literally call him Pookie. His nickname was Pookie because he reminded us of Pookie from New Jack City. He was kind of kind of burnt, but he was a gangbanger. Like he wasn't, but he was like he started hanging down in L.A. We were in Ventura County and he actually started becoming a blood. She dated this dude and I've known her since she was a freshman in high school. And so then I'm watching her date this dude and she lived in the suburbs all her life. And she literally lived with this guy, dated him off and on. She ended up moving to Las Vegas and back with this guy. And I used to be like, it never made sense. Because we knew, I knew, listen, this is how crazy it was. I knew her, Nancy, when she was a uh, freshman in high school. Then by the time I got to college, I knew Pookie. I knew them separately. Then they got together. And I was like, what? It never made sense. Later on, later on, she married a good Jewish boy. Again, white girl that can twerk. And they took, they they had a couple of kids and eventually they got divorced down the line. So they probably were married a good 10 years. Man, I don't even know. I can't even remember. But when they would be on Facebook together as a family, I would be looking. And so when I tell you these stories about women's past and all of this stuff, I'm looking at this man, this Jewish man. And I'm going, damn, Sean, do you know she used to live and get the cheeks clapped by Pookie? She used to get clapped out by a gang-banging pokey. And she was suburban from Ventura County. And now you guys sitting up here taking family pictures. I would be like, holy crap. And I know several other bros that she was with. I mean, I mean, I was one of them. So I'm looking going, man. 
He said, give him a copy of the free agent lifestyle. That one messed with me for years because I would see them doing family pictures. You know what I'm saying? I used to be like, shit. You following up. Woo-wee. Dontavious for show. Man, that used to be, that that one tripped me out. That, that one tripped me out for a long time. I'm like, man, almighty. All right, so where are we at? Did I get everybody on the cash app? And so women are in here. Her past doesn't matter. Uh, Dewanis Alexander says, welcome to the new, 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 new world order. Curb your masculinity. Yeah, man. Uh, Eternal Hope says, love the vlogs. Appreciate you, man. <laughs> Appreciate you. Uh, the Notorious CGA channel, still growing it over there. Still growing it. Um, it's not monetized yet. I haven't applied for monetized. I actually qualify for monetized, but I actually have to reorganize the videos. Um, because a lot of the videos that had me qualifying were live stream videos. So now I have to delete them, upload the vlogs over there. It's YouTube politics stuff. But if you, if you do get a chance, head on over there at this channel right here. All right. The notorious CGA, notorious CGA over there. And so the vlogs are being re-uploaded over there. All right. The live streams are coming down by the day. And I'm trying to qualify, again, with monetization on clean, wholesome family productions. So that the new, 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 new world order, they don't know it's coming, <laughs> right? It's a sneak attack. Because essentially, I've been canceled over here. I appreciate y'all, brothers. And if you've never seen the vlogs, those are the vlogs over there, all right? Uh, I love actually vlogging. I love vlogging. If I could make it as a vlogger, vlogging is a lot of work. Have anybody guys seen the vlogs, the vlog channel? All right. I'll be putting effort in there. I'll be putting my foot in the vlog channel. All right. I'll be on motorcycles. I'm going visiting nice high-tech cars. You know what I mean? I'll be at the Bentley shop. Where am I at? Here it is right there. Look at that. I'm over there. You know what I'm saying? Looking like a swole up. Coach Alini. Look at all the Lambos in the back. You know what I'm saying? Where we at, Sean? There we are. I'm over there. I'm in these streets. Where is this one right here? All right. There you are. Look at him. I'm putting production all up in there. Get on the vlogs, man. Get on the vlog channel. You can see me living. What is this one right here? Oh, this is me in the Porsche. Look at that. I'll be at the beach. You know what I'm saying? With the drone. Oh, look at the Porsche 911 looking good and sleek. Oh, man. The haters be mad at that over there. Look at that. Oh, showing you the Porsche. Look at this. Over here. All right. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, look at the editing. Uh-oh, two sides. Look at that editing, Sean. Look at the editing on that, Sean. Oh, it got music. Only way up, going up, going up. Get it that I'm never going. I get to it off the runway. Different income's not one way. Living life on a one way. I knew this would happen someday. Hey, hey. Cloudy days turn to sun. Let's go. Let's go. All right, oh, yeah, yeah. Go over there, man, and check it out. Check it out before they new, find new, out. New, new, new world order. So it's good, clean, family, wholesome production over there. And there might be a couple of feet pictures in the building. Uh, where, where was it? Um, I put the junior college girl wrapping my Christmas presents. I haven't put that one up yet. Hold on. Let me check. I'm surprised I haven't put that one up yet. That got kind of some good views. Let me see. I didn't even put it up yet, man. Oh, man. This is crazy. This is crazy, bro. Uh, I, this is me in Maui. I'll be up in Maui. Let me show you a little bit more. All right, this is me in Maui. Get my Maui Wowie on. You know what I'm saying? Agent lifestyle mission. I got in last night. I wanted the vlog. I wanted to record. Wait, but... wait, wait. Give me, 
Give me the intro. Give me the intro. Man, put, the, put, the, put it up there. Oh, that's my beachfront in Maui. Oh, that's at the Black Sand Beach, Sean. All right, look at man. Oh, man. Oh, brother. Look at the production and the music, bro. Who did this, man? Maui Waui. Ooh, drop it. Drop it. All right, anyway, man. Let me stop, man. People are like, man, what kind of channel is this? People leaving the stream. Okay, let's get back to the show. All right, so if you're just joining us, honorable mention, uh, red flag, born again Christian. Red flag number 10, older, attractive, and still single. All right, it's not as good as you think. All right, sometimes they have some behaviors that are keeping them single. Um, red flag number nine, uh, white girls that can twerk. All right, we were just kind of talking about that. Red flag number eight has major health issues. She needs surgeries. She's had major surgeries. Do not date or marry this person. They're going to cause you, they're going to put a dent in your damn health benefits. And then she's going to say, do you have health benefits? All right. Um, number seven, my their last ex was abusive. Abusive. All right. But he ain't been in jail. He never been in court. She never prosecuted him. She could never prove it. She didn't have 911 calls. She didn't have pictures like Nicole Simpson in a bank vault. You know what I mean? She just was like, well, he did it. Or the ex-boyfriend was at fault. Always. All of them were at fault. All right. The number six one. She has children. That's a red flag in itself. But a bigger red flag. She has children. But she has little to no custody of those children. That one right there, you might think, oh, cool. That means she got more time for me and I got more time to clap them cheeks. But do not proceed with this one. This one is going to be a rough one. Because there is a reason why a mother don't have custody and it is rare. Many times she might say, well, I want to be in these streets. In these streets. Or she might say, I need time to find myself. Or she had to go to rehab. Or she was uh she lost it because she might have been one to delete herself and harm herself and cut herself. She might have been the abuser in the marriage. You don't know. But the thing is, most men don't ask. Yeah, she this you don't ask, and then you find out the hard way exactly why she don't got no custody of her kids. It's it actually takes a miracle. For a woman to not have custody of their kids. And I actually met a woman one time. Flooded me with all kind of sexuals. All right. She was definitely good. But I found out laying in the bed after I done roared. Roared! I'm in the bed. Waking up out of my stupor. And then I said, let me get a chance to know who you are. You know what I mean? <laughs> Let me figure out who you actually are. What's your name again? First and last. First and last. All right. All I know you is ooh, ah, ooh, ah. That's all I know you as. So what's your name again? <laughs> um, And so then all of a sudden, she's sitting up there telling me about her kids. Oh, I got a kid. He's 13. I got a 12-year-old daughter. I got a 10-year-old son. I'm like. I'm looking around our house. Where are they bedrooms at? 
Where their bedrooms at? Oh, they don't live with me. They live with the father. Damn. <laughs> it's like, uh-oh. I don't think I'd have messed up here. And she was always, oh, I want to love. I want a loving relationship. I want to get married again. She was always pushing this stuff. I'm like, yo, you literally were married, had three kids, and you ain't got custody of nan one. You don't need to get married again. <laughs> but I'm born again, she said, but I'm born again. My sins all washed away. I've been redeemed. And so I'm like, no, 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 no. It's over for you. It's over for you. So those are the ones that you got to walk away from. You don't you don't run from this one when you tiptoe backwards. You like, because mm. then when you start asking questions, you're going to hear answers that you wish you didn't hear. And you're like, damn, I put my salami in this woman. Lord, I got to have a little bit more discretion around here. <laughs> so uh, a, a person that has kids, especially because we're talking about men who are dating women. If you if she has kids, but no custody. You want to find out why. Maybe you don't. But when you find out why, you're going to be like, wow. Maybe she cheated on the husband and the husband found out. Maybe it was a situation where I know a woman that was in this situation and um, the husband was wealthy and he basically he basically bought her out. Essentially was like, no, nah, you can't be around and you ain't messing up my finances, you know, type of deal. And he fought her legally and he had the he had the weapon tree to do it. And she didn't. She didn't. According to her, you know what I mean? So but uh, oddly enough, the guy died just recently. But they're in their 50s, like she's there in their early 50s. He died and he was a little he was older than her already, you know. Classic like gold digger, Orange County stuff, but she wasn't a gold digger. But. um, I think they still have underage like slightly underage children like 16 and um she doesn't have custody i think he he died and she still ain't got no damn custody but, mm. I'm like how he how he did the kid's still underage and you ain't got no custody of the kid <laughs> like what the fuck? oh my goodness bro so uh anyway man it could work you know these are situations where they're nightmare scenarios for the woman and um these are the ones that women are like, we have horrible divorces too. So she might've got her separate. Yeah. She might've got paid and took the, okay, I'll sign whatever. I'll sign whatever. And she signed it. And then she signed her life over. So um, anyway, let me see here. Number five, lazy red flag. Number five, lazy, not ambitious in work and or in life. Classic underachiever lacks direction or discipline. Fill in the blanks. Now, this person oftentimes has the answer to everything in life. They will give you life advice. Now, I am the opposite of this. I am not overweight. I am not non-ambitious in work or in life. I'm not an underachiever. I don't lack direction. I know exactly what I'm doing, where I'm going. And if it actually diverts, I know where God was. I'm, I have a plan for that. Consequently, you'll meet somebody who is the direct opposite. 
that person will make value judgments about how you're living life. Well, why do you work so hard? Don't work so hard. And you're like, first of all, I'm a man. Like you're a woman. You can like not work. You know what I mean? You can go sell some police, some feet picture. You could go marry a rich man. Like you don't understand why I need to work. Number one. Then you find out their own life. They live in with their mother and they got kids. And you're like, wait a minute. Damn. What do you mean? No work so hard. I can't live the life you live where I'm living up under my mother and my mother babysits my damn kids. What are you talking about? No wonder you telling people not to work hard. You a damn loser. Okay. <laughs> like, what are you doing over there? You're doing absolutely the damn bare minimum. You barely scratching the surface of work ethic. Like, what are you doing? So be careful with these people, even fornicating with these people. These people will offer you life advice. Like, you ain't here to damn give me advice. Lie on your back. Come on, what are you talking about? I know what you're doing. I know where you live. I know your finances. Bruh, leave me the hell alone. Do what you came here to do. You can't tell me damn near nothing. So this is what he says. They are in, they are a deep ditch. Yep. These people will put you into debt. These are the classic people. They basically work. Um, they're working because people told them to go to work. They got a degree in psychology because people told them to go to college. What did you major in? Psychology. <laughs> oh, you're going places with that. And so what, what's going to happen is by the time they're going to hit the glass ceiling in their career, they're not going to be ambitious about it. They're already somewhat overweight. They're going to they're get bigger on you. They're going to get bigger on you. They're going to say, well, I'll just sit up under you. I'll just chill up under you. Uh, but they're not going to understand that you're a grinder. I'm going to work at that. I got to go get it. Now, consequently, you're going to say, well, what about women who are very ambitious? What about those people? Are they good matches for you? Not necessarily. I mean, because that person you're not going to see as often. So there's going to be very little benefit for you if you're super ambitious and you're with a super ambitious person. It's going to be competition. It's just not going to be a match. So what you want somewhat is if you're super duper ambition, ambitious, this is the guys that always say they want a traditional woman. And so then she could be about your business and her business on the back end while you're about the upfront part of the deal. That's probably where the match made in heaven would be. But two super ambitious people, yeah, your bank account's going to be good. But the likelihood that y'all have a good, successful, loving relationship is slim to none. Slim to none. You basically are just two ships sailing in the night, dumping your chest at your big, nice house in Atlanta. Oh, we got a big look at our big, nice house in Atlanta. She's a big-time real estate agent, and I'm a big-time uh, construction. I got all of these things here. I do deals like crazy. She does deals. We still make time to have a family. You got two kids, and y'all talking about how big of an entrepreneur y'all are. Y'all ain't gonna, I bet y'all ain't fornicating. Mm. Y'all ain't doing nothing. This is all for show. It's all, it's all for show. All right, all it is is it's a traditional family for show. And then you guys can brag, oh, my wife is a real go-getter. She a bulldog. She worked 80 hours a week. She closing deals left and right. I never see that woman. <laughs> yeah, they being raised by maids. Consuelo, your kids talk Spanish as a first language. They be like, hi, mama. Hola, como esta? Welcome home, mommy. 
they asked the nanny to do things. They be like, uh, KO the ass, nanny. Mommy standing right there. How come you never asked me about anything, son? He's a uh, uh, porque, mi madre? Porque? <laughs> Consuelo does everything for the family. Oh, my wife's a real go-getter. She's a real good mom. She go to the parent-teacher conference. She don't even know what's going on here. Uh, son, what's the name of your teacher? Consuela says, hola. Me llamo Mrs. Teacher, Mrs. <laughs> anyway, they, they ain't got no damn love. Ain't no love in that damn house. She don't even know what's going on. He don't know what's going on. The maid, the nanny, everybody know what's going on. I actually knew a couple like this. I always know couples like this um, in Newport where um, one woman owned a, um, she owned like, what does she own? An interior design. Like when I say interior design, she wasn't the woman, just one. She, she had a big building. She had a major building and she had like several Kayleys. I had to walk in there one day to pick up a check. She was like, oh, I have a check for you. You Come to my office. That's how they used to do you in Newport. They make you chase the money. I'm like, can you cash app and PayPal? She's like, I don't know what that is. Like, I'll have my secretary write out a check. So I go over there, drive over there. I walk in, four Kayleys walking around in high heels and pencil skirts. I was like, <laughs> oh, they were like, oh, hi, Mr. Negro. I mean, oh, hi. Hi, Sniggly. <laughs> and I was like, um, yeah, I'm here to see X person uh, that had they have a check for me. And I was like, oh, okay. And I'm looking at, oh my goodness, the flatbacks around here. Oh God, boy, they got their feet out. Oh my Lord. I'm like, what is what's going on here? And she owned this big business. Now him, the husband, he owned another big business outside of the big business they ran. They literally had a full-time nanny who was a Kaylee. <laughs> they basically had a nanny. I thought she was the mom. So much that she picked the kids up to school. I was like, oh, I thought you was the mom. But the nanny was with the both kids. They, I think they had two or three kids. The nannies was with the kids, picked up, dropped off, parent-teacher conference, uh, all of that stuff. They, the nanny did everything. Now, I'm going to tell you, the love ain't in that house. There's no love. It's all for show. All for show. But uh, that's neither here or there. We'll do one. Should we do one more? Yeah, I'll do one more. Um, if they so that's the that's the match that you guys are wanting to make. And so ambitious women are like, hey, we'll be a match. We'll be a power couple. You better have a side chick. You better have a side chick if you marry a woman in a power couple. You better not be monogamous. And if she wants to have some side salami, whatever y'all agree to, but do not marry her. You ain't getting no sex from her after a while. From your power couple wife. You better have a side chick. You better be having the Arnold Schwarzenegger banging your nanny. You'll end up having to bang your nanny. If you marry a woman in a power couple. Because you, it's not going to be about sex. It's only going to be about the bottom line. Y'all go, y'all, you guys will be chasing the bottom line. Just to make your what? $8,000 mortgage payment. Your, your mortgage payment. Y'all be constantly trying to make the bottom line. Oh, I got to sell this property. I got to put this listing up. And then you'll be over there. Oh, I got to turn these deals. I got to turn, turn, turn. $8,000 mortgage. You got four or five lease vehicles, private school, military school, nanny full-time. And y'all turning and turning and turning to meet your 20 k a month budget. 
<laughs> make your 20k a month budget and then you think there's gonna be love i've lost that love and feeling that's what your power couple looks like anyway <laughs> you're gonna be stressed out and you're gonna be in massive debt yeah yeah it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a cluster but you're gonna be on youtube look at us we're a power couple she's ambitious i'm ambitious we're happy she's happy i'm happy and then you find out i'm not happy <laughs> all right let's get back to the next one all right this is a bn so he says more like 40k if you live in newport yeah you're talking about 40k a month budget you trying to crush it to hit that mark red flag number four she admits to mental health issues um or she takes mental health meds or she admits to being depressed, anxious, and um, stressed or depressed. Guys, let me just tell you something. You are not a therapist. You are not a psychologist. You are not a rest haven for people's issues and past dealings and whatnot, traumas and all of this stuff. So if people have these problems, they should seek help not relationships. Unfortunately, a lot of people that have these issues also seek relationships and this is a problem. They 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 therapist shop, they're bouncing around therapist to therapist until they find a therapist that's weak enough to agree with whatever the hell they think they got. You ever seen the movie What About Bob with Bill Murray? That's what they do. All right, therapists run from them like crazy. Therapists fire them, and then they end up. If they have depression, I'm going to tell you guys, I made this mistake. Run. I've been battling depression. Leave them alone, because what's going to happen is. What's going to happen is they're going to be battling these things. Now, you're going to come in, and in the relationship context, whatever she thinks the relationship should be, um, you're not going to meet the expectation. And then she's going to be sitting up there holding a blade to her wrist, or she's going to be sitting there blaming you for increasing her depression, stress, and anxiety. She's going to blame you for her wanting to delete herself. She's actually going to say, I'm going to delete myself, and you'll hear it 168, 50, 11 times. Okay, that's what you're going to hear. And whoever keeps telling me about my TV, it ain't going to happen. It's stuck there, <laughs> right? So shut, so shut up. If it raises any higher, you're going to see all the cables, all right? So shut up. It's staying there. <laughs> but she is going to claim that she's going to delete herself, and she's going to be holding on scissors to her wrist. <laughs> and then what you're going to do is the 5th, time that she says she's going to delete herself, you're going to say, do it. And that's going to be the end of you. Because I can't believe you told me to do it. You know I want to delete myself. You've been told me 50, 11 times that you was going to do it. You ain't did it yet. But I'll do it this time. And now I'm going to do it because you told me to do it. <laughs> And she going to drag your ass on that. You're going to say, I triple dog dare you to do it. And now you forever done 
on the fact that you told her to do it. It's over for you. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to let you know. You will not win. You will not win when it comes to this issue. You're going to be blamed. Um, um, or you're going to have to deal with the aftermath of it. It's a no win. It's a no win. He says, might as well jump. Go ahead and jump. And she's going to write a whole last letter on how you challenged her to do it. And you sitting there like, man, she didn't say she was going to do it 158,000 times. And she normally says it when she's getting disciplined and emotionally abused. All right, I'm going to check your ass on something you failed at. Oh, no, don't do this. You're emotionally abusing me. And I'm going to delete myself. It never comes up in conversation. Like, she's never rocking in a chair. You come home from dinner. Hey, man, or you come home from work. Hey, is there dinner on the table? And you see her. She looking like single white female, all withdrawn. Think I'm going to do it today. It's never that. It's only when the situation's not going her way. Now it's not going my way. I'm going to delete myself. <laughs> you're going. How come every time I check your ass, you're going to delete yourself? But you, when you, were, when you were sitting there and I told you, well, why don't you go get some help? You didn't go get no help. <laughs> so I'm telling you, do not go forward on mental health issues. If they have them, this is what you do. It was nice knowing you. It was nice knowing you. I'm out of here. <laughs> okay, here we go. Not saying mental health issues are wrong or to be not taken seriously. But do not date anybody that has them. If they lead with that and they had it, oh, man, just I wasn't in my right space and right place. Tell them to go find their damn right place on their own damn time. All right. It ain't my damn time. It ain't my problem. And I ain't going to make it my problem. Guys, you're not a superhero. You will not be able to fix her. If she legitimately has these issues, you won't be able to fix her. She's had 12 psychologists and therapists that tried to fix her, and they still haven't accomplished it. So you can't accomplish it. You're not a superhero. Do not rescue her. Get the hell out of the way. All right, so let's go to the contributions again. Tell her to go seek help and therapy. Oh, another thing that these people will do, now that I'm thinking about it, they'll drag you into therapy. They'll tell you something's wrong with you. You need therapy. You sitting there like, I didn't say I was going to delete myself. <laughs> like, when did I say I was deleting myself? When did I have, when, when did I have stress and anxiety? Well, I know, you know what I mean? They already know. They know the names of 80 different disorders because that's all they study. You're like, damn, did you study anything else? Oh, you, you got obsessive compulsive disorder. You need therapy. <laughs> like, why do I need therapy? Because you in therapy. Therapy's good. Well, take your ass in. If it's so good, why it ain't working for you? But they'll make you think you crazy. Well, I'll go in with you. Then you both sitting up in there. I'm, just like, I'm telling you, that's a tactic that these that, that they'll use. They'll be like, hey, therapy's helped me out really well. You should do it. Like, why do I got to do it? <laughs> I don't need no headbands. Then if you do it, okay, perhaps I'll join in with you. 
Now y'all both sitting in the chair coming home from work. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, so be careful with that one. They'll throw you in there, and now you messed up. Now you're trying to figure out life. You're like, damn, where did it, where did it go? Where did it all go left? All right, Billy the Kid said, okay, I got you already. We're going to get through all the PayPal. Not well, I think all of them. There's a lot of them. Okay, this is going to be... Uh, Amari McBro... Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to lie, Coach, regarding nine white girls and other races in general, I hope they know how to twerk because it hits differently when they twerk on the salami. All right, some people like that. Some people like it, some people don't. All right, it's like the old great balls of fire where they just a little too good at it. You'd be like, you a little too good at this. And she used to be on the thing, the way you move, and she get on the pole. You're like, how you know how to do these damn pole exercises? Oh, I took some stripping classes. Ladies, at first, don't be so good. Unless I'm not going to. Unless it's the only time I'm going to be with you. I always say, act a little innocent and coy. Mm. No, I normally don't do this. Mm. How, how do you want me to do this? <laughs> oh, goodness. I'm, I'm a little bit. This is a fun show. Do we still have Billy the Kid? Billy the Kid says, no, Brad, that's the Coach Greg. He says, no, he didn't have me 10 toes up. Brad, I can afford my own college books. Yes. Red flag. Ready, red flag. That's going to be one that you don't want to overlook. How did you pay? Th- how did you work your way through college? Oh, I had a waitress job. I worked hard through college. All right, call me Trey. Japan just passed a law allowing prom workers to cancel their contracts and the prom publishers must recall and delete the content up to two years after it's been released. Japan currently has the oldest population in the world, so I'm guessing they're desperate to clean up some of these 304s in hopes of getting them married and having babies. I think it's only a matter of time before similar laws make it to our shores. Keep preaching. Coach, your message is needed more than ever before. Man, Trey, that's crazy. Japan passed that law. So uh, uh, what do you call it? Lana Rhodes and Mia Khalifa have been pushing that. By the time they do that, Mia Khalifa will be 50. Okay, so it won't matter, but it will affect the younger women out here. Go watch the episode on Netflix called, what is it called? I, I need to work on names. I suggest that you guys watch this. It's called uh, Hot Girls Want It. Hot Girls Want It. Go watch that episode. It will crimson capsule you. You will be like, and these girls will come. They'll, they'll, they come in. Yeah, Hot Girls Want It. Thank you, Gray Hayes. They'll come in. They'll go here. They say, I want to be a prawn star. I've just turned 18. I've been watching prawn since I was 16 and a half. I couldn't wait to do this. I'm going to come here. I'm going to be a megastar. I'm going to be rich and wealthy. They go there. Six weeks get papped out. (laughs) And then they run back home and they go get a boyfriend. And then their boyfriends are on the show. They go back to their small town in Florida. Their boyfriends are on the show trying to figure out, well, 
I mean, I love you and all, but um, I'm having this problem. You've been getting papped out on the camera. And I saw a couple of them dudes. I saw them dudes. You had six black dudes carrying you with Timberland boots. And they papped you the hell out. Well, it's okay, honey. It's in my past. Don't worry. There's literally on the show. <laughs> Vegas K2. Join the members live stream. CoachGregAdams.Locals.com. We tell you everything about seeking. Uh, let's go here. I just feel like, and sometimes the guy's so young and he doesn't have options. Guys, when you're young and don't have options, you'll overlook something like that. Well, okay, as, as long as I love you and everybody around town <laughs> because you're dating a former prom star and you'll be insecure. Eugene Morgan, one thing that uh, you won't catch us lukewarm Christians doing is witchcraft. Yes, he says, or doing anything that's actively related working against God to bring evil into this world. We have our issues, but being a Christian first and foremost means you accept it, Christ. Forgiveness and eternal life. Yeah, I mean, the witchcraft is the stuff that is the most dangerous. Y'all opening up. Y'all opening up. What do y'all call it? When CERN was doing, y'all open up parallel universes. Y'all bringing in spirits that's coming in. It's a mess. Last one. Jorge C says, Evening Coffee Coach, every red flag you mentioned remind me of the last, last, last relationship ever. LOL, tattoos, therapy, Vegas to Hawaii. Vegas to Hawaii is a red flag. Uh, fake boobs, inheritance, inheritances, alcohol, and probably drug abuse. Apex predators, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, that was you. And that's you. All right, let's get back to the show. We're on number three. We're on number three. Do we need to do a review again? I see our number is relatively the same. Not parallel universes, but yeah, the portal. They'll open up a portal and a spirit will come in. Do you believe in that stuff? Man, I believe in that stuff, man. I don't play around when it comes to that stuff. These people be looking like Papa Shango. You know what I mean? They be looking like Papa Shango. Hey, you want me to read your horoscope? Want me to flip some tarot cards? I'll be looking at them like Papa Shango. Anybody remember Papa Shango? <laughs> Let me see here. You meet a woman, she'd be like, hey, uh, you know what I'm saying? Run run these crystals around your neck. This is what I'd be looking at. I'd be like, well, bruh, what you want? You want me to do what, Sean? Oh, hold up. You know, because this stuff go back way longer than religion. <laughs> this stuff go way back. Way, 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 way back than religion. All right, they've been doing this stuff for years and years and years. I'll be like, oh, him, I ain't trying to release the. All right, anyway, do we need to do a review? We don't need to do no damn review. Uh, let me do here. Red flag number three. She's nosy. She's a snooper or she a damn FBI detective on social media. This is a big one. This is a big one. Snoopy ass people on social media, meaning she watches everything you post. She she don't like she's sitting up in the background. She watching everybody like your post. She know every time and hour you post. She commented on everything you post, meaning she don't comment directly on the post, but she does comment to you on text messages. Oh, I saw that post you posted. They use technology. Oh, I saw your location. 
I watched you when you went from work and I saw your location was at the bread factory. What you doing at the bread factory? They actually brag about how Snoopy they are on, on social media. Oh, I know how to find out. I'm an FBI damn detective. I know what to do this. I go to Snapchat. I go to over here. I go over here. Snoop, Snoop, Snoop. I know when you posted, how many times you posted, what you said, who commented on your post. Uh, you liked they post. You said you was going to sleep, but you were still scrolling on Instagram. You liked a couple extra pictures. Run. How come you turned your location settings off? How come I can't see your location on Snapchat? Your Snapchat points went up a couple of hundred thousand. How come you over there on that? You got a couple of extra followers. You followed a couple of extra people. Man, bro, do not proceed forward with these people. These people are crazy. Absolutely insane. And they pride themselves. I know when a man going to cheat on me. See, all I got to do is I go here and I saw what you was liking. You follow 177,000 people and I follow every single one of them. And I see every time you like a post by them. Why you? Man, do not go there. Do not go there. These people will follow you around. Let's just say y'all single. Y'all met on the dating app. These fools will go sign up for every damn dating app they know. To see if your ass still active on the dating apps. I saw you was on Tinder. I matched with you on Tinder, but I see you still on Bumble. I found your Bumble account. <laughs> You're like, whoa. Why you find my damn Bumble account? And I liked you. I swiped right on your Bumble account. And you didn't even swipe right, right, right on my Bumble account. You liked me on Tinder, but why you didn't like me on Bumble? These people are lunatics. And they pride themselves on not being cheated on. And they get cheated on left and freaking right. <laughs> All right. He'll never cheat on me because I know how to find out. Oh, he cheated on me. They always get cheated on. You know why? Because they too busy looking for the cheating and ain't realizing the real side. They ain't fornicating with the man. Why don't you fornicate with me instead of looking up my damn Instagram all the time? Commenting on my post. I saw you put a post up. And when you posted this on January 6, 28, uh, 2019, I remember that post you posted in 2019. <laughs> like god dang bro they use all the technology never link your stuff up to your iphone you dating people like this and you get into a relationship you hook your iphone ipad and your damn desktop and your um laptop on on together your text coming ping she watching she watching i found your ipad and your notifications i saw all your text messages through your ipad then you got to be like all right you ever do that? They had the update. Like you were like, do not send my messages to my other iOS devices. Then they have an update. You update your ish. And the update, for some reason, forgot about that. It forgot about it. It forgot you turned that setting off. So you update your phone. Oh, I got the new latest iOS. Ping. You go to your iPad. God dang. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> I told you to not send to my iPad. What the hell is this? And I found your iPad. Who is Alexis? Who's Alexis, Texas? You'd be like, Alexis, Texas. Alexis, Texas followed you back. <laughs> <All right. laughs> These people will claim they never cheat, but they too busy trying to catch your ass cheat. That's why they don't cheat. <laughs> Nosy Snoopy people don't meet them. That's a red flag number two. 
All right, so let's give you. Oh, sorry, that was three. Um, we'll do the last two. Hold on, let me catch up on PayPal. I used to have a girl that would do that, and she used to be like, I know that one girl. She used to follow a, a massive amount of other girls who would comment on my damn post. And then she'd be coming over there. I know this person. I follow them too. Like, oh, I mean, you asking, you look like a crazy. Uh, let's see here. Where are we at? Maryland guy. We're almost caught up. He says, ever notice how overweight women always say it's a thyroid issue, but it's never the biscuits with the gravy that she eats early in the morning. It's never that. It used to be in the 90s metabolism. It's my metabolism. But now it's thyroid issue. Uh, so about Kalen Ferguson, I just read a study that states that average lifespan of, in the states that the average lifespan of a relationship now is two years and nine months and social media plays a role in this demise. All right. Thank you for sharing that link. Uh, so this is uh, this is um, I don't think this is in the U.S. That's the U.K. But that goes to show you I always tell you that relationships have a damn near 100 percent failure rate at this point. All right, I won't invest my time in any of them because it's actually just lost time. It's not that I, I can't find one or that I don't want one or I don't think that, I just think it's lost time trying to keep going through that. I hope this one works and I, I hope you make it work. And then when it goes left, you playing the whole damn tap dance and charade trying to keep that shit afloat. Oh, it's going left. All right, oh, I don't want it to go left no more. I'm going to get my feelings. It's lost time. I'd rather have doing something else, man. All right, this one went left. Oh, shit. Oh, damn. Well, I hope I can get back with her. How do I get back with my ex-coach? She said these things. She did that thing. Oh, my God. All right. Well, I hope she's waiting for me. I hope she's not getting her cheeks clapping, got 10 toes up. She's waiting for my text right now. I'm going to text her. Oh, she ghosted me. All right, I'll find another one. You find another one four months later. This one's going to work out and it goes well for about 3.2 months. And then that shit start rocking again. Oh shit. Oh my God. It's going left again. Oh my God. It's topsy turvy. Mm. <laughs> oh my God. I got to balance this. Oh my God. What is going on again? Man, please, man, man, bring the next junior college girl that needs the damn biology books and some Jasmine rights. Bring that shit over here. She's withholding sex from me. Oh, my God. The buoyancy. Oh, my God. I think there's a hole in the bottom of the ship. It's going. Oh, my God. It's teetering. Oh, my God. I'm going to walk the plank. <laughs> God dang. Oh, my God. Who play? Y'all keep playing that game. Oh, my God. That's a waste of time to me. It's an absolute waste of time. Shout out to Travis. He says, honorable mention red flag if her relationships with her family are rocky and weird. She may have a healthy connection with her family, but her family could be weird, unconventional, like being nudists or Scientologists. Um, that's a good one. I'm I I didn't talk about that one, but um, I've talked about it in the past. Really vet her family. Sometimes your girl that you're dating, you'll invite, they'll invite you, you'll go hang with their family, and the family won't even acknowledge the red flags that you need to know. They'll be like, Oh, good, damn. This 
you know, you got a you got a boyfriend, you bought your boyfriend over for Thanksgiving. Okay, all right. Does he know that you were the piss in the bed girl all the way to middle school? He don't know that, do we? Okay. We won't tell him. Did he know that you super duper depressed and that you a damn walking red flag? He don't know all that. Okay, all right. Did he know you was a hoe? You know uh you was a hoe. You had five different freaks, and I told you so. You were 304. You know you were 304. Dude, we ain't going to tell him you was loose in these streets. Okay, we ain't going to tell him that either. All right, the family throwing you under the bus. You looking at the family. They toxic as hell. They all hating on each other. They jealous. The men getting abused left and right. All the husbands walking around ready to die. The wives talking crap on the husbands. Oh, look at this. Look at this piece of shit. Oh, my God. Damn, just pay the mortgage bill. My God, you are a horrible husband. He's a horrible husband. You'd be like, <laughs> wash the dishes. The husband over there, he all handpecked. Oh, I wash the dishes. He goes over to grandmama house that host Thanksgiving. Hi, grandma. Hi. Oh, hi, you old handpecked, you old weak jelly back, yellow back simp. All right, go cut the turkey, take out the trash, dry the dishes off, take your ass out there and mow the lawn. Change the light bulb, change the air filter, do all of it, make yourself useful. <laughs> you looking at here, you looking at this shit, you're like, what? Damn. That's the family you about to marry into. <laughs> and that's you. All the husbands going, hey man, come out to the garage. We're gonna smoke reefer. We're gonna drink NJ Henny. We gonna act the hell up out here in the garage. That's the only way you can go hide. You go hide out there. The kids ride their scooters by you, going through all the damn weed smoke. All right, the wives start like, "What the hell y'all doing out here? Poisoning these damn kids? You no good for nothing. Pet wallets. Just pay the bills and shut your ass up." <laughs> okay, honey. All right, clear out the weed. Put it out. Put it out, man. Hey, happy wife, happy life. <laughs> come cut the turkey and get your ass over here and eat we've been slaving over this and then after y'all done y'all clean up all the stuff you watching all of this like yo and then you go to your girl if you ever treat me like this i'll divorce you okay and that's you i'll never treat you like this i hate my family they're disgusting <laughs> you're sitting there like good because if you ever treat me like this i'll divorce you Five years into the marriage. She like, get your ass over here, you pet wallet. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. Goodness. Where are we at? Oh, man. Okay. Uh, let me do two more. What a world, man, we live in. And the funny thing is, when I tell this story, many people can relate. You know what? Many people can relate to this story. You know exactly what I'm talking about. It's not that I'm making this up and then there's a woman watching me. What is he talking about? This isn't true. Is this true? She asked her husband, is this true what he's talking about? Is my family like this? I never did anything like this, huh? This guy's making this up. You're making this up. Hold on. Let me type it in the chat. You're making this up, you bitter and hurt old man. These young girls don't want you. <laughs> report video <laughs> i would never do a thing like this would i i don't act like this do i this is just this is just 
a horrible res representation of what he's talking about. Nobody even in the comment section is even acknowledging him. Yeah, where we at? Yeah, for sure. How dare you? Yeah. Uh. Anyway. Yeah. And who hurt you? Who hurt him? Somebody really hurt him. He needs therapy. Perhaps I'll tell him about my therapist. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway, last one. Jacob says, do the junior college girls ever ask what type of content you do on YouTube? Oh, man, you got to go find the local stream. I don't tell them what I do. Come on, man. <laughs> I don't tell them what I do. Now, some do find out, you know what I mean? If they're investigating, if they investigate well, they don't even know my real name, Sean. <laughs> oh my goodness he says he said even they know coaches speaking facts for sure yep they don't know my name real name you think i tell people my real name hi my name is coach greg adams look me up on youtube i'll be outside when i go outside i'll be quiet as a mouse i don't even tell my damn name somebody see me hey cga what's up sean i'll be like yo man sh shut the hell up sean <laughs> Man, stop, man. Calling my name out, my damn government name all the while out here. All right? Come up here and quiet, man. Put it right here. Put it here, son. CGA, yeah. Good to see you, man. Appreciate that shit, man. See these girls around me? <laughs> I'm trying to get her 10 toes up right now. I ain't trying to have her looking at all my damn shit. What is this? <laughs> I'm undercover. Brother. Hey, a couple times when since I've been in Vegas, I've been recognized quite a few times, man. <laughs> like in like in places you wouldn't think I would be recognized. So um <laughs> I've been recognized in the guitar center, Lowe's, um, casinos, oh, valet parking. Ain't you ghost Greg? Man, shut up, bro. Take this damn tip, man. You're going to have these damn feminists behind me. Kick me out of the damn hotel. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Now I got to move. I just got here, bro. I just got here. I'm trying to lay down. <laughs> but I appreciate it. I'm not saying when you recognize me in public, man, I'm not, I'm not saying don't talk to me, but I'm just saying, man, shut up. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, my name is T-Mon. All right, let's get to the last two because people are like, this is ridiculous. What is the last two? All right, so the last two red flags, we discussed it this morning. Substance abuser, former party girl, weed wine, wino, alcoholic, drug user. Yes, the weed. We talked about the weed extensively in the last stream, so we're not going to rehash that. People get butt hurt, but women and weed—that's not a good mix. That's gonna be a big ass red flag. All right, you can go ahead and tap that out, but most of the time, their economic situation gonna be messed up. You asking for it? I mean, you talk about broke—they are gonna be broke on top of broke because they spending money on the weed or they got they got the plug, the weed plug. It's a mess, and they didn't just start smoking weed. They're like twenty six. They've been smoking weed since sixteen and seventeen, and they probably ain't paid more than. $20 for weed in their entire life. They ain't never put five on it. They ain't never put five on it. 
All right. But these people going to be ready red flags. All right. Uh, they just going to be just, you know, have fun with them. These are fun time girls. Let's go into the former party girl, the raspy voice girl. All right. I used to party. I used to go out. Guys, when they say party, that's a lot packed into one word. Party. I used to party. That can include going out, having a good time, shaking your ass vigorously, having a couple of drinks. It could be snorting lines of Coke, having a cocaine habit. It could be it could be any damn thing. You worked as a stripper part time. You had a part. You had a damn short term meth problem. You were a alcoholic, raging alcoholic. You used to be found passed out in the bedrooms. You actually got assaulted once because you were a drunk alcoholic. Party. You used to party from city to city, coast to coast, ocean to ocean to ocean. You used to travel to go party. You used to party with NBA players and NFL players. What does party mean? That can mean any damn thing. You used to party on a boat. You used to party on a yacht. Who knows what party? You used to pop Molly. Who knows? Mm. Yep, she been to rehab. It could be any damn thing. So when they say they partied, oh, I partied. You know, you don't want to know. Rick James House, yeah, she used to be strength swingers. She was a seeking. She was an escort. She's she was an escort. She had sugar daddies. She and I guarantee you, she didn't pay twenty dollars to get in Nan Club. She didn't pay for no weed, none of the crack, none of the coke, none of the meth. <laughs> she paid zero for all of that. Well, she paid all right, but she didn't pay no cash. But they got a raspy voice still. They can name all the bars, restaurants, lounges, and nightclubs. Have you been here? Have you been to 10? Have you been to Club X? Have you been to this club? You've never been there. I've been there. I've been there. I've island hopped. I've been here. I've partied in Maui. I've partied in Hawaii. I've partied here and there. Well, it's easy to party here and there when people are paying for it. When people are paying for it, it's easy to go party. When you're a guy, it's not that easy to go party. You got to break off 20, 25 to get into the club. You got to buy the true two drink minimum. You got to buy the hose to drink. You got to be out there dancing. You got to run your game. You got to buy your six shirt and your slippery shoes. Shit. It's easy to go party when you ain't paying. It's hard as hell when you paying all the way through. And you paying for every $50 drink, every $20, $30 mixed drink, every $45 bottle of beer. Right. It ain't that easy to party all of a sudden. So when they say you ain't done this and you ain't done that, man, bro, it's as men, we got to pay for when we do stuff. You've never been to Europe. I backpacked through Europe. I studied abroad. I hung out in Europe. I've been to Italy, Spain, Greece. I've been everywhere. You ain't never been there. Well, shit, how much did you pay when you went to all of these places? Oh, it was a gift. I went there. I got paid to do this. I was a model. I backpacked through Europe. I studied abroad. My parents paid. Hoes paid. Oh, everybody be damn paid. My girlfriends paid. Sugar daddies paid. Boyfriends paid. Husbands paid. It's easy to go travel when you ain't never paid for it. I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've I've, <laughs> I've done all of that. All right. She paid with her tail. So, no, I ain't been everywhere you've been. Same thing with substance abuse and wine and drinks. Women will go out, no money in their pocket, and get pissy drunk. 
pissy drunk. They be in the they in the be, they be in the bathroom passed out drunk, and ain't paid for nah drink. Where we at? Where's Josie at? Ain't paid for one damn drink. You got your drink, two drink minimum, and you sipping it. Damn, this white Russian need to last a long ass time. They in the, they in the bathroom eight drinks deep. And they ain't pay for nothing. Hi, girl. Josie. I love your <laughs> Josie's so drunk, but I love it. <gasps> Josie! <laughs> Josie, are you And so when they do this and you get into a relationship with them and they start doing wine, let's have a glass of wine. Let's have two glasses of wine. Um, eventually, then they mix it with their Xanax and it becomes a problem. All right. And then they start talking about important aspects of your relationship while they're drunk and you're sober. It's going to be a recipe for the disaster. You take your girlfriend out to a bar and club. You buy her all the drinks. She gets drunk every now and then you go to the bathroom. Some dude presses up on her, buys her a drink. The bartender gives her shots. She drunk and she wants to discuss important relationships. How come you never do this and you never do this? I feel so alone. I'm not happy. Perhaps we'll go to therapy. <laughs> No, I ain't going to no therapy. Oh, my God. He's an abuser. He's drunk. She in the bathroom snorting lines of coke trying to figure out what's going on. Oh, I'm just in disrepair. This is a, hey, remember, y'all was supposed to go have fun tonight. She's in the bathroom. <laughs> and girls are huddling around. What's wrong, honey? You don't need him. Never go back to him. Do not go back to him. I just wanted to come out and have fun. And I'm four drinks in and two lines of coke. I can't figure out what's going on. She crying. Y'all went out to have fun. He's looking at other girls who are dressed scantily clad. Other dudes are trying to hump my leg and he's being controlling and insecure. Bartenders are buying me drinks. Men are buying me drinks. He doesn't want me to take these drinks because it insinuates that he's not in control and he's being insecure. Oh, oh, oh. one in the morning. She crying. <laughs> Weren't we here to have fun? We weren't here to talk about important issues. How come you bought those drapes? I didn't want the green drapes. I wanted the red drapes. We're at a nightclub. We're at a lounge in a bar in a restaurant. Why are we talking about this? <laughs> Eyeliner all smeared up. Yeah, it's crazy. She comes out. This is ridiculous. She stomps out. She leaves. I'm going to go walk home by myself. 1.40 in the morning. You're like, don't leave. You're following her. Don't leave. The bouncer holds you back. She said if you follow her, she's going to write you up. Okay, damn, I'll stay in the club. She walking down the street, going to be the next episode of How You Got Murdered. <laughs> right? She leaning drunk. Demetrius standing out there warming his hands up. He see that young piece of tail walk by, that young piece of calico. He drag her back into the alley. <laughs> Where is this story going on? I watch too much investigative ID. All right, last one. But that's how it happens. The girl storms out of the club. I'll go walk home myself. 1.40 in the morning, Louisville, Kentucky. She walks by nightclub, bar, restaurant, dude standing outside like, uh-huh. I'll walk you home. Where are you going, young lady? <laughs> and then you at home, uh, you, in the, you in the police investigation. So you said you had got into an argument at the nightclub. Uh, yeah, we, we got into a little bit of an argument. 
Do you argue often with your girlfriend? Only when she's high and drunk, which is mostly every day. So she disappeared. You were the last person to see her. Um, yeah. And you were fighting, you say. Yeah, and you, you you gave her drugs. No, I didn't say all that. You know, she takes the drugs. Or we share the drugs. You know what I mean? And we share the box wine. And we share the. <laughs> your ass going to jail. All right, take your ass to jail. I didn't do nothing, bro. All right, last one. Last one. Let's get to it. Last red flag. Number one. Tattoos. I know you guys don't want to hear this because y'all like them straggle daggles. <laughs> tattoos. Men who ignore tattoos, you get everything you deserve. Now, there's going to be this thing, you know, because everybody wants to progress. This is, this, is, this is old stigma about tattoos. Tattoos don't mean what it used to mean in the past. Now, I'm an old man. I'm an old man. It means the same. I know these Generation Z women be marking themselves, ink themselves up. I'm going to ink myself up like Wiz Khalifa. I'm going to ink myself up. They 18 putting permanent ink on their body. And I'm like, that. that's not a good decision. Big ass poems and writings on here. All the trauma that they've been through when they were 13, 14, and 15. They got to put a big ass poem on the side of their damn rib cage. But tattoos, obviously, I've said this before. They're basically like, what animals and natures do. Animal and natures, animals in nature reveal how dangerous they are based on the colors that they display. Somebody tried to attribute that to someone else, but I believe I said that. But maybe somebody else said that. I don't know. But I know I said it. I did a whole stream on it. Just think of an animal that is dangerous. You basically know it by its color. A tiger. What does a tiger look like? You will immediately say it's orange. With black stripes, or <laughs> you would know it. You were like, boy, tiger, lion, you'd be like, somewhat yellow, bumblebee, a bee, you'd be like, it's yellow and black. I know that. Coral snake, venomous snake, rattlesnake, poisonous dart frog. All right, you know all of it by colors. And nature, skunk, it's black with a white stripe down the middle. All right, you know the nature has provided. You with a plenty of notice to take your dumb ass as soon as you see the poisonous dart frog. Spiders, black widow spiders. You'd be like, it's black with a red hourglass shape under the belly. <laughs> okay, you know it. And there it is, poisonous dart frog. And nature, nature has provided your ass with warnings and other animals. Do not bring your ass over here. I might warn you once. It might not hurt you. You might die once you mess with me. But if you keep messing with me, it's going to be a lot of poison. Right? Nature provides you with plenty of warning signs, but not human beings. Oh, we're better than animals. We don't do what animals do. We're human beings. No, we do what animals do. When you become dangerous, you evolve. You actually find ways to display your danger. Let me give you an example. When you go to the hood, when you go to the hood, the Hood Brothers typically might display a certain thing to make them appear dangerous. Like, first of all, they might wear their pants below their ass. And you would go, he might be signing something here. Maybe he's been in jail. Maybe he belongs to a gang. They might wear their hat cocked 
to a certain side. I'm going to wear my hat cocked this way or my hat cocked this way. He might wear a certain color baseball cap or bandana. He might have gold teeth, gold chain, fried chicken and biscuit eaten, right? There's something about him that he does as a routine or a ritual or a display to identify danger. He might have extra baggy clothes with a 12-gauge sawed-off shotgun in it. You don't know, but you actually see it and you go, huh. <laughs> that is a display of danger. Motorcycle gangs, they put, a, they, they put their, what they would call colors on. A motorcycle gang has colors, colors. And then they put on their colors, it's normally kind of a leather vest. And then they put their shield on, their coat of arm, their colors on. And you know, hmm, probably not going to mess with that group of guys, right? You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? So we're not just talking about women do this, men do this. So we're just trying to qualify it. Let's go back. And they got the tattoos, and they'll have insignia of their tattoos. Their tattoos mean something. Now, when women get tattoos, they're like, oh, I'm going to put a dolphin on my foot or my ankle, my left toe. And they'll do things discreetly. I'll put a little bit of a qualifying danger signal on there. I'm going to be a little bit of a bad girl. I'm going to have a little bit of a bad side. So I'll put a discreet tattoo, maybe in the back of my neck where my hair covers it. You might not see it right away. You might discover it as you're fondling her where she takes off her shoes. Or if they have something that is visible and it looks like helter-skelter, it looks like a kid scrabbled on their damn arm. And you're like, okay, there's one right here on your damn inner arm right here. There's one on your elbow. There's one on your shoulder. There's one on your titty. There's one every damn where. It looks like helter-skelter. It, it don't even make sense. You're like, well, what, was, well, what does this one mean? What does that one mean? This one's been covered up. There's one on her belly. There's one on her tramp stamp in her back. Like, what were you trying to accomplish with all of this? <laughs> like, what were you trying to do? Did, were you part of a gang or you just were like, I'm going to just do this. And that's you. And then she'll be pointing it out. I regret this one. I regret this one. I regret this one. I was depressed. I was suicidal. Um, <laughs> all right. This was my boyfriend's name. He used to put it, use it as target practice. It never makes sense after the fact. They never were like, my tattoos make absolute sense. They don't make sense. My, my boyfriend was a tattoo artist. This was this. This was that. This was a picture of my, my baby son that died, son. And you're going, why would you do that to yourself? That's basically your judgment zone. I'm going to evaluate your judgment. Your judgment looks like it's struggling right now. Okay, you look like you do not make good judgments in life because you made a permanent decision that you probably regret. And if you don't regret it, it looks like a dumbass decision. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So just thinking about this. If you're looking to find a mate that has good judgment, well, just look, kind of look at what she's doing. She's displaying all of her bad judgment. Probably not a good way to proceed here. She might be a good fun time, Sally. She might be good in the sack. You better pull out or you better strap up. But her judgment zone in terms of her being a good person and making good judgments along the way will need some work. And unfortunately, she can't. 
Yeah, they'll always regret them. When was the last time you found a girl and she had tattoos? Unless it was a sleeve where she said, oh, I don't regret any of my tattoos. They always going to regret them. Because when they were 18, it was cool. But now they're 32. And they got to put on a wedding gown. And the, the wedding, the, the, the bridesmaid at a wedding. And then the wedding, uh, they, the, the, the bridesmaid put the uh, tie up here and it goes down this way. So she got a tattoo on her titty here. A tattoo on her back right shoulder that everybody's going to see now and why Demetrius and Pookie's name is all on the back of her damn neck. Tattoos look cool when you're in regular clothes, but now when you're in former, former, formal, formal clothes, they don't look cool. When you're in a formal dress and now you're the mother of three kids and your wife and you go down to a wedding and you walking down the aisle, coming in, checking in, and everybody looking at Demetrius's name on the back of her, your wife's dress. <laughs> you like, mm, damn, your wife used to be a wild child. She used to be a party girl. See, these are the things you're thinking about. I'm talking about for long term. You're going, mm, this is going to be a problem. When you go to Cabo Sam Lucas, and you take your wife out there, and she done ballooned up, and the tattoo done stressed way out here, and you take her out there, and she put that damn mommy bathing suit on, and everybody could see she was for these streets, and she got a tattoo all on her leg and thigh, all the way down through her damn calf and cankle, and you're like, damn, that's who you married her, bro? That's who you married? When she was 23, it was cool. Now she's 43. <laughs> so that's where the problem starts lying. And that's your girl. Yeah, she at the PTA meeting. They're like, damn, what you doing here, ma'am? I'm going to make a difference in my community. <laughs> all right, let's get to the contributions there. We got all the red flags. These are, again, these aren't for one-night stands. One-night stands, some of these you'll still make a dumb decision. Uh, here it is right here. Um, and again, you might live in communities where this is no big deal. But I know that the corner store is down the down the road too. Or there's a there's a there's a, a city, there's a town store down the road too that sell beef jerky, sunflower seeds, and mountain dew too. So if that's where you live, you live in Memphis or Nash Nash Vegas or Kentucky, not a big deal. You want to move to the suburbs somewhere? In Columbus, Ohio, it might be a big deal. You'd be like, mm, honey, mm. you're going to start looking sideways. People start asking us questions. <laughs> All right, so where we got honorable mention board again, Christian Red Flag. All right, uh, number 10, older, attractive, and still single. Mm, that, doesn't make, that doesn't make any sense. Older, attractive, and still single. That, that doesn't make any sense. That's, that's, that's the one you're going to have to question. Uh, number nine, white girls that can twerk. Twerking white girls. All right. Um, of any guy, whoever's dating, if you're a white guy, black guy, like you're gonna be like, mm, 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 mm. all right. Red flag number eight because she used to do that at the club back in the day. Red flag number eight. Uh, major health issues. All right. Major major health issues are gonna be a dent into your bank account. She's obviously gonna marry you. Uh, when her health is gonna fail, she knows her health is gonna fail sometime down the line, and she'll say, and that's you because you got good benefits at work. All right. Oh, you got good benefits. You got good insurance, you say? Your insurance is good, you say? All right. 
as soon as you marry her, three years down the line, she needs a procedure that's going to cost $188,000. And you're going to have to save your life. And it's going to be like, beep, beep. Do you sure you want to do this procedure? You already paid the damn copay, not the copay. You already paid the damn deductible. Oh, this one, we deductible. This doesn't qualify. This is exploratory. <laughs> this is exploratory surgery. 188, 188K down out of the bank. And so that, that's what totally happens to uh, people who want to get married and you find out that they, got, they need a kidney transplant. <laughs> well, I got one kidney left and, you know, it's going. You're like, wait a minute. They marry you for your benefits. Um, anyway. Uh, red flag number seven is uh, last ex was abusive. I was in an abusive relationship. Don't do it. Don't do it, man. Run. If they if he's had if he's not serving jail time, run. And if he is serving jail time, run. Uh, where are we at here? Red flag number six has kids, but little to no custody of those kids. Red flag. Uh, let me see here. Uh, number five, lazy, shiftless, sniggly. <laughs> All right. Underachiever, lacks direction, um, is scraping by doing the bare minimum, right? You'll find out how they live and you're like, like, that's the bare minimum, bro. Like, that's, I can't live like that. And then they'll force you to try to live their lifestyle. You're too aggressive. You're too ambitious. You work too hard. No, 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 no. <laughs> All right. Uh, number four, red flag, admits to mental health issues. You're not a counselor. You're not a therapist. You're not a shelter. You're not a rest haven for victims and violence you're not a you're not any of those things you're a mate you're a potential mate you're not a problem solver you're not superman you can't heal her you can't you can't do anything and so if she's already entering in with these problems tell her to go get some help and then you go back right to the damn junior college and you live your life you be like shit you ain't happy but i'm happy <laughs> you be like you be like pop lock and drop it <laughs> I'm happy around here. Don't come in and ruin my life. All right. Anyway, <laughs> I ain't your savior. I ain't your will. I ain't that bottle of sin that you kill. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, relationship red flag number three. Uh, nosy snooper detective via social media. It's a rapsky. If they Snoopy, all right, nah. <laughs> uh, Snoopy ass people on social media. I see what you're doing. You got twenty eight thousand followers and all that. Sh no, 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 no. I saw what post you like. No, I saw you. Where's your location? You turned off your location services. No, no. How come you don't have your Snapchat locations on? No. Nope. Where we at here? Uh, red flag number three: substance abuse. We girl, we head, former party girl, wine, alcoholic, druggy. Uh, these are codependent. They have codependency issues, right? And so they're codependent on substances and all that stuff. It's going to drag you down. It's not financially. It's going to drag you down emotionally or into some sort of situation where they're going to hurt or harm themselves, right? So if you lead off your relationship like this, odds are you'll turn out like them. Bobby Brown, you'll be Whitney Houston and Bobby Brown, right? So Whitney Houston was the weed crackhead, weed head, and all of that. She ended up being the druggie. When Bobby Brown was the accused of being the druggie the entire time. And then eventually he got into the drugs. 
uh, red flag number one, tattoos. All right, man, let me get to the rest of the contributions, man. Appreciate y'all. Uh, there's much more than these. There's much more than these, but these are surface level where you can see it coming and you can just walk right away, right? You can be like, mm, okay, should I take a chance? Many times I've taken a chance and I'll look past a red flag and later on down the line, I'll be like, I should have, I should have known, bro. I should have freaking known. I should have saw that coming. <laughs> right. Where are we at here? Where are we at? We got a couple more PayPal. I got to catch up on them because the Al Brothers was over there donating over there. Who is this? Its name is Preach Man. It's Soul. We're going to call you Soul Sauce. He says, men age like wine and women age like milk. He says, I piped a sister and a gordita this year and both were married. Mm. Wow. He says, rookie mistake on my behalf, but your message literally saved my life. The Jezebel spirit doesn't discriminate. Yes, indeed, man. And that's. I have a hard line that I draw on married women. Even if they're kind of in an open marriage, I'd be like, nah, there's too many single girls out here. Um, single girls. But I don't need to bang married women at all. They're turnoffs to me. I mean, I'm like, why do, what you doing out here? Go, 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 go touch your husband. You ain't touched them in five years. Go touch your husband. And I don't want him AK and 47 me up for banging his wife. And she was being sneaky. And I mess with separated women too. It's kind of like a separated women because their husband's still emotional. So if they catch you banging a they still technical wife, they can act a fool. Because what you don't know is they're separated, but she's still dragging his ass through the divorce. <laughs> and so he's still pissed off. Then she see, then he sees you. And that's you. I did that once. I was banging on this separated woman. And um one day, I'm, we're bringing our kids to a camp. It was like a little camp. And I'm bringing our kids to the camp. And he was there. And he was looking at me. But I didn't know it was him. Until the camp posted a picture of the kids on their Instagram. And then the woman that I was messing with saw and said, oh, your daughter's at the same camp as my, ki- my daughter. And I was like, which one's your daughter? All right, because I don't know. I don't pay attention. And she was like, uh, the one right there. And sure enough, the guy was right there dropping off her, his daughter. And he was checking me out. I was like, damn, what is this dude looking at me? <laughs> so I was like, man, that's too close to home, man. That, those are situations where those are situations where stuff goes crazy. He in the parking lot stabbing you up and you like, yo, he juking you up. Juke, 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 juke. <laughs> You just trying to get in the car. And he finds you. He tapped you on the shoulder. Wham. He was like, you was acting sniggly in there. (laughs) And so, guys, you don't even know that the danger is lurking behind you on decisions that you made. And he was like, I ain't paying this woman alimony and child support for her to be getting piped down by you. So I'm like, you never know, man. You never know. You got to watch your six. So separated women too, man. Take your little piece leave somewhere else. I know you happy to be out here in these streets. In these streets. All right, this is how married women be jumping out there, bro. They can't wait to be out in these streets. Beautiful. I got a question. Yes, babe. If you weren't married to me, what you be doing right now? In these streets. You'll be in these what? <laughs> I believe the dudes should be tied up in these streets. Yep. 
And as soon as they get out there, they can't wait before they even get divorced, before they even move out of the husband's house. They in these streets. Did I tell you about the story about um, there's the dateline of this woman? I, you know, I would love watching Dateline. Dateline. This woman was um, I'm going to have to pull up the story. So uh, it was a it was a it was a um, it was a Kaylee. She was an older Kaylee. And I think her name is Crystal. Her name was her name was Crystal. So she's still living with her ex-husband, but she out here got girlfriends and boyfriends. She was in these streets. In these streets. And so she's sleeping with a rich man. She spends a night at the rich man's house. And the rich man's not around town. She spends a night at his house. She's on, she's on his camera leaving. And she's driving the Mercedes-Benz S-Class, uh, C-Class. She goes back home and she disappears. She leaves the rich man's house and disappears. And um, they can't find her. Then eventually they find her Mercedes-Benz C-Class in a Motel 6 parking lot. They open up the trunk. Her ass is in there, right? All right. And so then they go to the husband. Oh, what's going on? Oh, you know, I don't know. She disappeared. She didn't come home last night. I called her, left a voicemail. Well, what ended up happening was they weren't divorced yet. The ex-husband was, the husband was still trying to work it out. But she was in these, streets. in these streets. She was in the clubs. She was in the life. And he didn't realize the red flags. Her name was Crystal. But you know why her name is Crystal? Because her mama was a meth addict and named her Crystal. You can't make this stuff up. You can't make this stuff up. <laughs> so um, I actually used to send you guys to the video because it's a Dateline episode. So what the husband tried to do, she came home after she was in these streets, right? These She's streets. got her cheeks clapped by, by hypergamy by the rich dude. And uh, I think she was like a real estate agent or a flight attendant or something like that. Another red flag. And um, she goes, um, she goes back to the marital house. He deletes her. He puts her in the car and drives it to the Motel 6 parking lot and rides a bike back home, right? He had it all planned out, but he knew that there, there, there was going to be a storm that came, and he was hoping that the storm, well, actually, he hoped that um, somebody stole the car. He left the keys in the Mercedes in the Motel 6 parking lot. He was hoping somebody stole the car, but what happened was a storm came in, flooded everything, and then um, nobody stole the car, <laughs> so... They caught his ass on camera looking at the car way at another gas station. He was like, oh, shit, the car's still there. So they caught him. The point of the story is. The point of the story is do not mess with married men's wives. Leave them alone. Let the, Because you don't know who the husband is. She might be saying it's fine. He ain't going to do nothing. You don't know. I'm going to have to find that episode. See here. Uh, Dateline was it in Houston? Dateline. Uh, let me see here. I think it was talking about the storm, something storm, something. Oh, after the storm, I found it. The Dateline story after the storm. I can't play it. I can't play it. But let me see if I can find it on YouTube. Now I'll show you the woman here. She was definitely a. Oh wait a minute, that's the wrong damn profile. What is this? Dateline after the storm. I love I love Dateline. Let me see. Uh, 
Is that the one? No, nah, that ain't her. That's a different chick. What was her name? Crystal. I'll put her name Crystal. Crystal. Maybe it was before the storm. Oh, I found it. Hurricane Harvey. All right, so here it is right here. Oh, I can't, I can't play the whole thing. Oh, it's an ad. What, what channel is this on? I'm on the wrong channel. All right, so I can't play the whole. It's, oh, nope, this is oxygen. So I can't play the whole channel. I can't play the whole video. So there was hur a hurricane came through, and he thought the car was going to get washed out in the hurricane. Y'all don't have to chill with me. This is just overtime. So let's see here. So this is, oh, wait a minute. I'll see if I explained it right. So that's the wife right there. That's Crystal. And named after Crystal Meth. Her mother named her after Crystal Meth. And so this is the video. This is the surveillance video of the rich man. This is her in the surveillance video right here. Leaving the after getting her cheeks clapped, she spent the night. And so she's all through his surveillance video. And she there she is in the parking lot right there uh, in, in his driveway. So she spent the night. And there she is right there getting in her C-class Mercedes. Red flag number 88. And so she was there. Where is she at? Let's go forward here. And we'll show you the husband. So what ends up happening was this is the Hurricane Harvey right there. People leaving the show. I don't give a damn. All right. So. Let's go forward here. Let's see. Going forward. There she is. There is the real estate agent. Okay. And then where is it at? Where's the husband? Oh, they don't have that part of the show. Is that the husband? Nope. That ain't the husband. <laughs> so anyway, they are they looking for her. They don't know where to find her. X, Y, and Z. All right. You guys fill in the blank. The point, the moral of the story is do not mess with married women, right? They are off limits because then you don't know who the guy is. All right, that's that's my education for today. Where are we at? Joseph S. says, if you're a man, you got to work. Nobody coming to rescue you. You got to be your own backup. Never let a woman, if one of the most egregious things a woman can say to me is you work too much. Why you work? Enjoy life. Settle down. Don't what? They'll never know. You're giving a man the worst advice ever. And most of the time, these people are losers. And they're, <laughs> all right, anyway, Harold L says, I'm on the dark side. He says, join the members live streams. Yes, indeed. I got money. People want me to give all the other good free information out for free. No, no. You got to pay. You got to go get your own, brother. Who is this? Can I say your government name? Just call me LA is... Sandra Douglas Morgan, black, black, or Kamala Harris, black. Seems like a Tyrone getting him a ling ling and maybe a, uh, it made a nice blazion. Let's see what she'll do for you guys out in Vegas. Uh oh, I didn't even caught up to who that is. Is that a politician trying to save us? Oh, I see. Oh, she looks blazing. She's the first black. Oh, oh, that's the one that's hired by the Raiders. Okay. Boy, the Raiders, man, they in trouble, bro. So they hiring all kind of minorities and trying to give Colin Kaepernick a job, right? She is the what? She's the first black, what is she? First black president in the NFL. First black female president in the NFL. She's a Blasian. She ain't bad looking either. People are like, show her, man. 
So the Raiders, man, Raiders, bro. What y'all doing, man? Y'all guilty of something. They guilty of something. They trying to hide something. They brought Kaepernick in for a workout. You ain't heard ish since. All right, so this is the woman he's talking about here. Yeah, he he trying to, they trying to hide something. She's blazing. She's definitely blazing. She she got that A Marie look about her. She looking like she's gonna break out talking about la 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 oh. <laughs> la 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 oh. She's gonna be out like this. Is this something want to think about? I can't even remember the song. A Marie is underrated, by the way. Affirmative action ass hiring ass. <laughs> it's just one thing I just think about. Y'all don't know who A Marie is. A Marie is underrated. All right, I got to get through these. All right, everybody's leaving the show. I'll get through all of these. We got three more on the PayPal. Travis says, I know you're hard on pot smokers, but man, watching you high as hell got me rolling. All right. Hey, man, look, I don't tell you not to do it. All right. Y'all be, y'all, yeah, y'all get high. I just say I don't do it. But hey, man, I know it's funny. Who is this in there? The Jimmy ZTT. He says, personal red flag for me. If her name is Nicole, Jacqueline, or Samantha, or they prefer you to call them Nick, Jack, or Sam, get your bag and run. That's or she said she was a tomboy in the past. Oh man, she said she was a tom. Oh, I was a tomboy. I hung out with all the boys, and I was the first girl on the baseball team. My name is Sam. Yeah, Sam. Yeah, yeah, Sam. That's a good one. I like that one, Jimmy CTT. Yeah, that could be one of those. And she was the girl, she was the good girl on the varsity basketball team that sucked. You know what I mean? She was like the one baller in all the boys' basketball team used to come watch her. Man, yo, man, Sam, you can ball, girl. I love the ball. You know, because ballers, you know, if you're a baller, like the best thing you could find other than the cheerleader was the girl that could ball. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I want the girl that can ball. That's like a big wet dream for a high school or a college basketball player. Oh, man, I got a girl, man. You wanted to date Sam. However, what you don't know is Sam is she like the women's. <laughs> Sam like the women's. You know what I mean? Sam, could, you know, she couldn't really tell her femininity, but she was kind of cool. You was like, oh, man, Sam, she make a good girlfriend. Sam like the women's. Sam, a future scissor sister. When she get to college, Sam is going to have a girlfriend. <laughs> Sam be swinging both ways. Every now and then, she might let you touch her a little bit, but she like the women's. <laughs> yeah. And everything going to be super competitive, bro. You got to watch out for them. I've been, uh, listen, I've been around basketball, college, high school basketball. I play high school, college basketball. I dated basketball, female basketball players when they was in high school. And they was full-blown, reading rainbow ass, Skittles community. They was full-blown by the time they got to college. 
and then they were super competitive, super duper liberal, hyper liberal, hypersensitive. Yeah, man. Just be careful when you try to date female ballers, especially now. Back in the day, it was different. You know what I mean? They really wasn't like that. But now, today, they could come right on out the closet, kick out the door. And they could start up early in high school. You'd be like, oh, I like the female baller. She'd come down there. She'd be like, crossity, crossover. You know what I'm saying? She'd be like, hezzy, in and out. You know what I'm saying? In and out, cross, uh, step back, James Harden, tip, tip, tip. Wow, you'd be like, I want her. I want that baby. I want her. You'd be like, Sammy, Sammy, come over and hang out. Sammy, be like, nah, man, you never catch Sammy in a skirt. Anytime Sammy wore a skirt, you know what I mean? She looked funny. You just like, Sammy, you got a dress on. You look kind of like you uncomfortable. <laughs> all right, anyway, she played all three sports. She'd be like, I'm a kicker on the football team. I'm the point guard on the basketball team. I'm the leadoff single hitter on the softball team. <laughs> right. Sammy never got time for you. Sammy, man, when we going to go on a date? Oh, man, I got a softball game at four. I got a basketball game at six. Hey, I actually coached a girl. Was she in high school? Yes, I coached a high school player. Is that high school? I think that was a high school. I coached a high school team where there was a girl. She was so good. She was the goalie in soccer. And then she was like the big power four rebounder in basketball. <laughs> like she would be like, oh, I can't make it to the game or I'm going to be a little bit late. I'll come at halftime. I got a soccer game at four and then I'll be at the game at seven. She come in, taking off her gloves, taking off her damn goalie uniform. She jumped right in there, grabbing rebounds. Yak. <laughs> you were like, man, this girl built different. She was husky. Like she was like solidly built. Shout out to, we call you, going to call you B. Riyadh. B. Riyadh. He says, coach, I almost married my ex. He says, broke up with her because the monster-in-laws were always in the picture and controlling. She also told me that she wanted the freedom to go to girls' nights out when she was married. He says, that's when I skedaddled. Man, your message saved me. That You recognize the red flags. Uh, ex is always in the picture. Uh, not ex is monster-in-laws always in the picture. Red flag. It's not going to work out. That woman's going to know all your secrets, bro. All right, let me do the pay, uh, cash apps. I hope I'm not that far behind because, man. All right, where are we at? Terrence B says, Coach, what are your views on the JLP allegations? Well, I think it's kind of dying down. I mean, um, I didn't investigate it that much. I heard what uh, 21 Studios was putting out about them, and I think somebody else did a stream that I didn't watch. Um, I'm looking at it like... I, th this is how I look at it. Um, I'm looking at it as potentially how I would look at a Me Too case. Like, they got to provide some evidence until I go out and full believe it. Or he's got to acknowledge it or dismiss it. I haven't heard even him acknowledge it. I would find it interesting. I would find it different if he, if he was doing something like that. I would find that that would discredit him in a major way. Because he's kind of against that. But sometimes people use religion to disguise who they really are right and he uses religion to disguise who he is so if that's the case you know if that's the case but i don't want to dirty his name up when i don't got no damn evidence and i ain't seen but one or two guys i'm like mm, i don't know i'm gonna need to see more 
I'm going to need to see more. You know what I mean? Now, let me get some pictures. You know what I mean? Pictures where they was just like, you know what I'm saying? Let me come behind. Pause. Charles P. He says the plug knocked them all down. The plug knocks all of the girls down. Everybody, they think, guys, have you ever dealt with women? They don't deal with money like we deal with money. They don't be like, oh, how much is an ounce? How about how much is a nickel bag of funk? Nickel bag of funk. All right, let me get my wallet. You know what I'm saying? Here we go right here. Three, four, and five. There you go. They don't deal with it like that. They always be like, yeah, I want a little bit of fun. I want to put five on it, but I can't today. Perhaps I can offer you this. Want a little bit of this? They always trying to. They always trying to give a little bit of. <laughs> she like, let me just. You want to take it out of this? I'll pass that on. Or it'll be like a relationship. She's dating the drug dealer, the abusive guy. She's gonna later claim to be no good father, deadbeat, drug dealer. She'll date him. You know what I mean? And then she'll smoke up all his weed. <laughs> Somebody said, this ain't 92. A nickel bag of funk. A nickel bag of funk. Where are we at? Uh, coming back here. Yeah, the, the plug gets the pee. Shout out to jo Joshua Calvin. Facts, all women have at least two to three red flags. I would say everybody has two to three red flags. I think women are cautious about already trying to acknowledge what the red flags are before you get there. Right before you even meet with them, red flag this, red flag that they find a way to not meet with you. They find a way to try to figure out how to manipulate you right off the bat. You're going in to try to ignore all the red flags. I find me a good woman, boy, and I'm gonna get that tail. And then red flag one shows up, you ignore it. Red flag two, you ignore it. Red flag three, you ignore it. And then she'll say, Don't judge me by my past. And then you basically end up. Messed up. This is how we end up messed up. We ignore red flags. Shout out to Elijah Bryant. New, 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 new world order. Indeed. Damien B. He says, you can say my government name. Damien Bird says, coach, keep up the good work. Appreciate you, brother. Did I skip any? Uh, oh, no, I didn't. I, there is a sponsorship in the building in the business, but I won't say your name because maybe I should say your name. Jen. But it's not a female Jen. That is a co-sponsorship. Partying equals partying from responsibility. Absolutely. Partying from responsibility. I'm always curious as to how many people have all this time to party. And then they be like, the government's oppressing us. And their white man's oppressing us. And the man is impressing us. Men are um, oppressing women. And I'd be like, I see y'all ass out here shaking y'all ass partying all the time. Talking about you going here to there, you doing crate challenges, you shaking your ass. How you got all this time to do that, but you oppressed? I'm very because I don't have time to do this. All right, that's why I'm I'm very disturbed as the amount of time I don't have to party or energy to party, but you partying and you're oppressed. Please, I'm disturbed because I'll be like I'm tired. I've been working all day. I've been trying to do this. I've been thinking about ideas. I've been focused and intentional. I've been making my own food. I've been working out. Last thing I'm going to do is go shake my ass. Let me start, kick off. Let me pregame at 930. By 11 o'clock, we're going to go to the club. By 2 o'clock, we'll get home. I'll be ready and refreshed for work tomorrow. Mm. 
5.30 a.m., I'll be up, ready to go, disciplined. Like, how? I don't have the, I don't have the, and don't tell me because I'm older. Even when I was younger, I didn't have the time. I was like, where are y'all getting all this time? But you know what happens is, what they don't show you is, they went and party, and they got home 3 o'clock. They went to Denny's, or after they then smoked out and partied and shake their ass, they went to sleep. Right before the sun was going to come up, they asked didn't get up till 2 o'clock in the afternoon. 2 o'clock in the afternoon, they finally got their ass up. I would be broke as hell if I lived like that. If I got up at 2 a.m. on two days a week, two days a week, bruh, there's no freaking way that I could live like that. <laughs> There's no way. Hangover, mouth all cotton, mouth dried up, 7-Eleven snacks everywhere, straggle-daggles everywhere, smelling like Badussi. There's no way. I can't be productive that way. River Bacon, here's a five into understanding the pain of pain. Indeed. All right, man. I think we got everybody, man. This show is going crazy. My Nova is ready to go. Um, junior college trying to check in. Girls trying to get a little bit of money tonight. They like daddy, put it here. <laughs> put it, put it right here. Jose V says someone, somebody deleted the Japanese prime minister a minute ago. Oh no. World War Three. <laughs> new, 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 new world order. Oh no. Uh-oh. Hold on. Bravely, he got, uh-oh, Lord. New, 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 new world order. It always takes something like that. That's all it takes. He, this is true. Former, oh, it's the former. It's the former. But it says right here, he, but he was, he got shot while giving a speech. New, 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 new world order. Uh, let me make sure I got the PayPal. Uh, let me see if I can say his government name. You're literally the representation of the voice inside my head. Pause. He says, I'm sharing this uh, with my uh, Von Ninzonians. That's from Von Ninzo. Von Ninzo. Uh, I definitely, definitely am in the voice inside of a lot of men's heads. And so for the people who disagree with me, just understand people are watching me going, that's what I think too. <laughs> and that happened to me too. And that's so true. You guys got to understand that that's happening. All right, so anyway, man, watch out for these things, these world events, man. The world is something else, man. Shout out to the world. New, and new, 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 new world order. We got to get out of here, brothers, man. Shout out to you. Uh, shout out to you. Thank you for all your help and assistance. And you guys give me storylines. So we'll deliver that tomorrow morning, Friday. Oh, some of you guys get paid. Okay, biggest turnoffs. Biggest turnoffs. Attitude. Um, what kind of attitude? You know, snobby, bitchy type. Give me an example. Like, if you sitting there complaining about everything, okay. you know what I mean? That's just negative energy. Like, yeah. I mean, it, you complaining ain't gonna do me no good. Do you like black girls? Of course. I'm just like, bitchy me, attitude me, complain a lot, me. I guess I'm not his type.